Blog Talk Radio. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. Join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the word. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time, for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what living with freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific, here on Freedomizer Radio. Please check out the Barefoot is Legal radio show right here on Saturdays, 1.30 p.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that is 10.30 a.m. to noon Pacific Time, as we show you all about your barefoot rights and living a barefoot lifestyle. And for more information about the 501c3 nonprofit Barefoot is Legal, please check out barefootislegal.org. Looking for something different? Looking for something fun? Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the educated redneck, Dan Ellison. The show about everything and nothing at all. Hello, I'm Mike. My birthing partner and I just got our new Lysnica Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology. I'm Jamar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Lysnica Freedom Microchip. SNSHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip. I jumped on the Lysnica joint. This freedom chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am and am not allowed to go outside. 
It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on chip, it tells me when I need to get it by. This chip is sweet. Without this freedom chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. Which is totally not a heart attack from them getting a gene therapy. These freedom chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart. An employee with inserted in your wrist. Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Lysnica track and trace your every move. You just need a freedom chip to buy, sell, work, and live. When you get a microchip, look for the Lysnica Freedom Microchips. They are sweet. Okay, class, class. We want to talk about what we learned during the lockdown. The first question is, what did we learn during the quarantine, kids? Susie, that government overreach is real. What about you, Johnny? We went from home of the brave to home of the government slave. And you, Michael? We need to refresh the tree of liberty. What about you, Diane? So many sheep are willing to give up their rights because of a little fear. Very good, class. Hello everyone. I am Broccoli Man. At night I fight for organic GMO free food. During the day I fight crime against child trafficking. Please watch my story on rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man and you can see my regular run-ins and follies with G-Lobalist, the wiretap, the millennials, and everyone else I run into. I fight communists and very pro-free speech. Just check me out. Broccoli Man on Rumble.com Hello Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative Radio Show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer Radio and the Proof Negative Radio Show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to proof negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money. Anyway, listen to proof negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9pm to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9pm Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative Show, here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Welcome to the Proof Negative Radio Show, right here on FreedomizerRadio.com. Now sit back and enjoy the show.
Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to another great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host, Proof Negative, the big kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Today is Monday, which means that not just is it TGIM, thank goodness it's Monday, but we'll have Christina joining us here in just a second. And if you out there have anything you want to share on the show, give us a call. The number here is 319-527-6208. And just press lucky number one on your phone, and I will make it a point to bring you into tonight's conversation. All right, so let's go ahead and bring in uh, Christina as promised. Christina, welcome in. Hey, 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 Proof. I'm grateful oh, to be a, a, a pure blood right now. <laughs> My goodness. I, um, I've been digging into studies and just information that they've been keeping track of that mainstream media doesn't let anyone know about. It's crazy what's going on with these gene therapies. So how, how are you? Anything new? Um, not personally, I guess, but <laughs> always a bunch of stuff in the news. Oh, no joke. I can't wait till the world's a bit more boring, to be honest. <laughs> It'll be, uh, be nice someday to have things a little bit more, uh, Peaceful in many respects, not just, you know. Uh, but now I, um, there's an article. So out of eight, 8 billion people on the planet, more than 5 billion qualify as fully vaccinated. That's 62.5% of the whole world's population. So, kind of crazy, kind of crazy. So we're, what, uh, I guess that would make us 37.5% of the population that isn't? Yeah. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, I, uh, history... I think it's kind of good. Didn't you say you weren't a big history fan either in school? Um, I'm okay with history. Okay. Well, who was it? Someone was telling me. I was telling them I was never, never a history buff in high school. It just, it bored me to death. Um, But I think, I think in one sense, that's a good thing (laughs) because I think everything that we're taught in school and history is what they want us to believe, not what actually is, you know? It's it's quite astonishing what you find out when you really dig into things. So I let's see, let me get back up here to this. So there was um Again, I've got a bunch of notes here. Let me get back to the right one. Um, the 30 people injected. Okay. So, 
you want me to go ahead and start with this story, or you want to start with something else? Yeah, have fun. Go ahead. You know I usually okay. let you go first. <laughs> yes. So there is there's a a woman. She um, published, I think, the article and video on Substack on like October 22nd, and her name is Liz Gunn, and her her real name is Elizabeth Cooney, and she's a former TV presenter, and basically she became famous for her support of the family in the Baby W case, which it was where there were two parents objecting to the use of the gene therapy injection blood transfusions for their child for a surgery. Well, anyway, the parents were unsuccessful and the health authorities were able to seek the guardianship to allow the surgery to go ahead. So, I mean, that just, that is one of the evil, I I mean, that is so evil for authorities in the government to think (laughs) that they have rights to your children, I mean, that just freaking blows my mind. I I don't know what I would do in that situation. I mean, I might exercise my Second Amendment, to be honest with you. Oh, just crazy. But anyway, so she's, she's formed a group. Um, ah, where's it at? So at the end of June... 23, um, after that all happened, she launched a political party called New Zealand Loyal Party. And it is called, um, it says, Loyal to You, Not to Them, and OAR, which is the mother of all revelations. Okay. And she's she's basically saying that New Zealand, you know, is a crime, crime scene. She said, literally, um, she was contacted by a whistleblower and and given documents showing tens of thousands of New Zealand deaths linked to the injection. And on literally on one day, this happened on one day in the same place, 30 people were injected by the same or, you know, from the same lot or whatever. So they were all injected on the same day at the same place, 30 of them, and all 30 are now deceased. And all the deaths were, like, super close to each other. So they're actually calling for, you know, a criminal investigation. But, I mean, (laughs) if that doesn't prove that these things are bioweapons, I mean, what, what else could? 30 people? the same time all dying? Come on. Crazy. Well, it's liberal, though. <laughs> oh. Oh, I know. Why? I had it's a, liberal. It's okay. I know. I had a, yeah, I had a new customer come at my store this week, and she, I said something. She says, oh, I'm a liberal. She said, the Republicans are just, and I'm like, I'm biting my tongue so hard. <laughs> I knew better. I'm like, I can't, I I it's a customer. I've got to, you know, be careful. And I just, I looked at her and I said, both parties are corrupt. <laughs> not Brandon, not Michael Robinson Obama. Oh. He's a nice lady. Jeez. 
I just, it blows my mind how people can still think that after everything that's happened. But they really, really do. So, but let me see. Let me get back to this article. But she, um, let's see, and I'm trying to remember whose substack this was. But there's actually a video that you can watch of her. The, the Substack was second smartest guy in the world, and it was published on October 23rd, 2023. And like I said, he... You know, he published it on his Substack, and there is a video of her talking about it. And I mean, everybody needs to see it. She's she's very eloquent in the way she presents it. She's very professional. Um, you know, this is not some type of conspiracy. This is this is fact. This is what's happening. So, and then there's another article published. Uh, this one's another Substack. And, you know, the the title is, this is outrageous, the dose makes the poison. So let me find out. He was basically saying abnormal clots and all-cause mortality during the pandemic experiment. Five doses of COVID-19 gene therapies are evidently lethal nearly all Medicare participants. Five doses. I mean, this is just crazy. And they're, they're just talking about all the clots. They said there's reports of just extraordinary, extraordinary abnormal clots being removed from both living and dead. So, I mean, people better wake up. It just, I mean, the ones that still and it just it it blows my mind because it's like these are a lot of these people are like very highly educated you know and lining up for all these injections it's it's just insane yeah but if you didn't hear that only 2% of the United States population got their current uh, gene therapy. That means 98% of the American public has rejected it. Oh, this last time? Good. Thank God. I mean, this is crazy. And, and they, in this article, he talks about, you know, the graphene, it's a real thing. The graphene oxide, they know they're in there. And well, it's staying the top. Just keep in mind, Christina, that roughly about 99% of everybody that got this, this latest gene therapy are Democrats. So uh, just like that yeah. shirt that Matthew Perry was wearing, could I be in yeah. the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they won't talk about that one, will they? No. Somebody, I know I was, I was I sent it to somebody and they said, you know, find out if it, if it was the the gene therapy that caused it. And I was like, no, <laughs> like there's no way that they would ever admit to that. I mean, I mean, you could have somebody on TV receiving the injection and literally just kill over, mm-hmm. and they'll say that it, they died from something else. 
I mean, we all know that it's that bad. Well, look at that. The, the, they brought out the first person that got the gene therapy, and she was a nurse. She talked about how she felt fine during the press conference yeah. and killed over her as soon as she said, I feel fine. And then she said, yeah. wait, I feel faint, and then passed out, and that was yeah. it. And they, they tried to say she's still alive and still a nurse uh, and looks yeah. different. Yeah, I saw that. And, you know, I think there were actually in the trial, mm-hmm. and this is the thing that nobody's hearing about, in the trial, the original trial, the people that lined up for him, I think a lot of them were hurt. And <laughs> they're trying to get help, and they're not really doing anything for him. I mean, it's ridiculous. So, but but like I said, it's <laughs> everybody's in on it. There's like... Everything is just so corrupt that we just have no justice right now. I mean, I truly believe that. You know, they, I was listening, um, I forget who I was listening to. Oh, I was listening to Viva Frey and, and um, oh, what's the other attorney he has on there? Robert, Robert, Barnes. Robert, Robert. Robert Barnes, Barnes. yeah. Yes. And, you know, he was saying they have been digging and looking for stuff on Trump financially, just anything. They've been trying to find anything they could on him, and they keep coming up with nothing. And they said the same thing with his son. And they said, you know, Trump Jr., they said he said he's impeccable. He said he, you know, there's nothing they can find on him. And yet, Biden, you barely, barely have to turn over one page, and it's all right there on both of them. You know, there's so much evidence of things. And so, I mean, it just, there's so many things that point to the the dishonesty and just what's truly going on. So, it's... uh. I just, I'm just grateful that I, you know, know what I know. But I, I also think um, I'm grateful for my connection because I with with God because I know that Christ is the reason that we know what we know. I mean, I have no doubt, no doubt whatsoever. But um, the, um, you know, who Pascal. And I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Pascal Najati. Um, he's been speaking out about Switzerland for a while. Let's see if I can get back. He, um, it's, you know, he just recently let out a video talking about because he was in the the medical field, and you know he. And here we go again. I mean, I don't understand these people that are like in the medical field that just blindly trust this stuff that's going on and just, oh, sure, you know, go ahead. But but I know it happens because my my gynecologist that delivered my kids, he's retired now, but I, I don't know if I ran. I'm trying to remember last time I spoke with him. And 
it, it was during the beginning of COVID, and I said, you're not going to get those injections, are you? And he said, oh, yeah, sure, you know. And I'm thinking, you know, and it's, yeah. it's just, yeah, they're just so brainwashed. And anyway, this guy, you know, he's obviously the same way. So he literally took three shots. And now he's announcing to the world, though, he's like, he's terminally ill from autoimmune right now. So he said, I'm terminally ill, I'm dying, and I've had three of the mRNA injections. He said "He said that the shots, he said they're an act of war, and they are bioweapons. And so, you know, he, he's going after him. But he also was um, talking about Putin. Putin had called Klaus Schwab a global terrorist. And he and his advisors um, are legitimate military targets. So Putin literally is letting Klaus Schwab know that their little heinies are going to be hunted down, I guess. I thought, wow. <laughs> I mean, that kind of made me happy, actually. I was like, that's, that's pretty awesome. Speaking of Schwab, I, I, I uh, put something on the switchboard here I thought you might like. It's oh. like three minutes. Oh, okay. You heard Klausy McSchwab's first two records. Vaccine spec all night. You know nothing and be happy. But this one is going to make your modified mRNA tingle. Time Lies presents Greatest Schwab's Volume 15. A new world order in music. One, two, three, four, five. All the unvaccinated are still alive. A little bit of Pfizer in my arm. A little bit of BioNTech does no harm. A little Johnson Johnson does the trick. A little AstraZeneca so you don't get sick. It's booster number five. Let's talk about Rex, baby. Let's talk about Dr. Fauci. Let's talk about all the weird and countless side effects, maybe. Let's talk about Rex. Let's talk about Rex a little, little, little. Come and take the seven shot, the seven shot. This a little luck you get. My, 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 oh! My, 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 myocarditis. You won't have to be rich. With CBDC, you'll have all you need with central currency. We just take your extra wealth and your cash. And you can walk 500 steps, but not a single step more until the curfew activates and robot cops stand at your door. Just a small town boy drinking genetically modified soy. <laughs> this ensures he doesn't co-create. Please stop the reading. Stop the bleeding. We are almost nine billion people. Please stop the reading right now. He didn't start to Pfizer. We just made you take it even if you hate it. Greatest Schwab's, Volume 15. 
Now available on Spotifyzer and MRN Apple Music. I don't care who you are, where you're from. Don't care what you want, you will eat the hearts. There we go. All right. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's, we're all really good. Jeez. But he's, you know, Putin, and, and Putin just told him, he's, he said basically the you and the WEF, he said, you're failing miserably. He's like, people know. So thought that was pretty interesting. But anyway... Now, the per- who the videos are the 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 thing you just played. Um, is that from uh, the guy that was supposed to be on last week? No. Oh, okay. I was okay. I was try- I was for some reason thinking that. But... I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to get my my friend hairpin on for next week to make up okay. for. Okay. I gotcha. Um. Start looking at here. Isn't it? You know, I'm not going to really talk about the war, but it's interesting to me. I mean, everything going on. I, the gal. Let me get back to her. Where is she right here? So, I think you told me you you aren't familiar with American intelligence media, right, AIM? No. Okay. Um, They started back in, like, 2012, and they're very interesting to listen to. And she just put out, generally it's Douglas and Mike that come onto the channel and do the talking. But she is married to, um, I think, Douglas. And anyway, her and Douglas used to have, I hope I've got the names right. I am not positive because I think they went under different names when they first did their shows in 2012 on YouTube. But um, she's wanting everybody to, there's a message she's trying to get out. They're trying to get out to everyone. And it's, so the the YouTube channel, like I said, is American Intelligence Media, and it's like a little blue circle with an emblem in it. But she's saying that, like, the deep state, which you might already know this, are actually the British Pilgrim Society. Mm-hmm. And she says basically a 4,000-year-old death and usury cult called the Babylonian Radite, merchant banker. And, you know, they they go on to, to tell that everything happening in this world is basically, it's just, you know, to pad their pockets to support them. And so anyway, she said that she went on to, like, you know, alt media sites. And this was this was early, way back, like in 2012. And she said she found a group called 
Cicada 3301. And um, let's see. This is when she said, you know, her and her husband were just starting to, to put out things. And she said she would listen to her husband. And she realized she was like, people need to hear him. He's so smart with everything he's saying. So that's how they ended up starting the videos. And um, she said it, originally they were called Betsy and Thomas. And, but I think his name's Douglas. So I'm confused. Maybe they just went under that name. But um, she said later they wrote for State of the Nation and the Millennial Report under the name Anonymous Patriots. Because she said, you know, back then they really, they really didn't know how they were going to be received and stuff. It was kind of new with all this stuff going on, and, and they didn't know what to think. So anyway, they start putting out their information, and they found out that there were people using their info to feed into Q. So, um, and and she said Q eventually, when it, she said when Q started out, you know, it was good, but she said it eventually got taken over by a rogue group. So, so anyway, she said the info they said that was coming from Q was actually the info they were putting out. So once they started using their material, she said Q kind of went like crazy. They got real popular and everything. So she said that uh, allowed, she said that allowed the world, oh, no, 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 no. She said that all over the world, people were wondering where, oh, okay, never mind. Okay, so anyway, you know, it got real popular, but it, and the info was actually coming from them. So she, um, they put out some more info and stuff and, and let people know that Q wasn't, you know, that they were actually becoming rogue and, and you know, to be careful and everything. So anyway, um, she said she just kept on looking, reading comments and everything. And she said literally people all over the world were wondering when America was going to use their Second Amendment and stop the nonsense. So she said, she said literally, you know, she said our country is, is one of the few countries you know, we have this that most other countries don't have. And she said, the other countries are counting on us. They're like, you know, when, when are they going to do something to stop all this stuff? So anyway, she said, um, I'm going to have to try. I hope I can find. Yeah, there's the website. So she said they do these cat reports. And basically, they used to, it used to be cat used to stand for citizens addicted to truth. Um, but later they changed it to Christians addicted to truth. And so she said, basically, we're just, she said, we're just, we're great teachers. So, so, you know, they're just basically teachers of truth. Um, and they have a program called AIM, which is the American Intelligence Media School of Truth. And the, the site is, so, so basically what they're, they're calling, you know, they can't, 
say a lot of the information on YouTube because they'll get kicked off. So the website they're asking everyone to go to to find out what needs to be done. They're trying to pull people together. Um, it's just AIM, the number four, truth.org slash dash history dash of dash the dash modern dash world um, backslash. So, and that's, um, you know, she's just, she's saying we're doing it for future generations. She's like, we all have our kids and grandkids. And she said, you know, if we don't do something soon, she said, I, I don't know how much of our world is truly going to be left. So, but she, she also says, but we know that we're winning. So, you know, everyone needs to not walk in fear and not be afraid. We are winning this, but we still need to all come together. We need to find places that we can actually get together and get information that it's so hard to get because everybody's so highly censored because they've come out. They're actually getting ready to come out with a um, product that's going to literally stop. She's very schooled in how um, the media, social media and stuff works. She took a three-year course on all of it. So she knows that everything we do online, that it all starts from one source and that she talks about who eventually took over it. And, you know, she said they can pretty much, they have access to everything. But they're developing a product or, you know, somehow that she said that they're literally not going to be able to get through your back door anymore. She said, we're creating this thing that's going to put like a 20-foot tall fence up, and they are not going to be able to get to your stuff if you use it. So I thought that was pretty darn interesting. So she just, you know, she's just begging people to, to go there and look up that information and learn this stuff. But she's basically saying, you know, the, the citizens demand the arrest and execution of social media CEOs who trashed the First Amendment of the Constitution, deleted our channels, silenced our voices, suppressed truth about deadly gene therapy, rigged elections, and the Pilgrim Society. So, when, I mean, these people, and Mike, um, one of the other guys that usually talks, I think he's the one, she basically insinuated that he's actually one of the ones that actually started social media, but they don't give him credit for it. So there's just a lot of interesting information in it. So I think you guys would find their channel. They don't, like, they don't post um, stuff all the time, but when they do post something, it's always very interesting to listen to. And, um, I mean, they have thousand subscribers, so, you know, so they've, they've been around, and, and like I said, they're, 
great people. They've got great information. And I think, I know Mike had been in the military too. So it's just very interesting to, to get on there and, and, and get their information. Um, this is very, very important. So just uh, I think everybody probably ought to go check them out. And then um, obviously I have to keep up with this stuff, but are you, did, have you heard how that gold is going crazy? No, I haven't seen it. I saw Bitcoin yeah. went up quite a bit. It's over $2,000 an ounce right now. I mean, it's just going berserk. And I had listened to uh, my follow Liberty and Finance. Those guys are just, they're very down to earth. And I think they're pretty honest. And they have really great speakers on. And this is the last guy I listened to on there. He, you know, he's been in this gold business for years or just the financial business. And so he keeps track of all this stuff. And, you know, they have all kinds of, graphs and stuff that they follow and charts and and never before once generally once gold hits um 2000 it'll start going it'll start falling going back down well it's done that i think two or three times in the past like four years and he said that right now the chart is showing that if if it goes, he said it's going to go. And he said when it goes above two thousand again, he said this time they don't think it's going to start going down. He said they think it's going to continue to just keep going up. So we'll see. <laughs> but I'm like, that would sure be nice. But he also said the silver. He thinks, you know, we've heard this forever too. But he said he really thinks that silver is finally gonna really start climbing. Well, I hope so, because I've bought a ton of silver over the years. Oh, that's good. No, that's good. Yeah, so yeah, just hang on to it. Because he he was pretty sure about this one, it seemed like. So, but the the other guy I was just listening to, uh, it was about Missouri again, (laughs) the state of Missouri. I tell you, we've got got some good people. Um, Senator Eigel um, he slipped something into the last bill that was passed, and it was pretty. It was pretty awesome. So um, he basically slipped into the last bill that, at the last minute, prevent for the state of Missouri. Um, it's going to prevent the confiscation of um, gold and silver without due process. So he said, basically, you know, he said back when FDR was able to confiscate the gold and silver, he said he basically did it with an executive order. You know, once once again, (laughs) you know, and he said that, um, but but Senator Eigel, he literally, it's in there that the federal government can in no way come into the state of Missouri and confiscate our gold and silver. And he said the state cannot either without due process. So he said, you know, how some criminals or how some people can get um, 
do something and get arrested and accused and they can confiscate their stuff. Well, he said with this, when it says due process, he said that means that, that they can accuse you, but they have to literally convict you. It has to go through the court before they can confiscate it. So for the state of Missouri, anybody listening from Missouri, <laughs> if you have gold and silver, you know, you are protected and the federal government and the state government can never confiscate your gold and silver. So I thought that that was pretty cool. And he said there's, um, I forget who he said, somebody, they're, they're fighting them right now. Um, and he, he said, I'm sure it's going to go to the Supreme Court. And he said, but that's okay. Because he said, when it does, he said, we're going to win. And he said, when we go to the, the, the Supreme Court and win, he said, it will show all the other states how to do what we just did. So he said, let it happen, you know. So it's um, very interesting to listen to. He did say, though, the, the bill that, um, that they, where Missouri was trying to get gold and silver as legal tender again, he said that that did not pass. He said there was, there's a, um, uh, Dean Plocker, um, Dean Plocker, who is the speaker of the house for Missouri. Um, he's the one that actually, he's the only person that stood in the way of it. And he said the guy's actually being investigated right now by the FBI and there's also an ethics um, committee meeting right now regarding regarding him. So, so imagine that <laughs> the only person that's standing in the way of, of giving back our natural law rights for gold and silver is, is being investigated. Ugh. So much corruption. It's unbelievable. But I uh, I like that, I don't know, Missouri's doing some things right. And there is, um, there's a website you can go to to see that bill if anybody's interested. Um, they said it's just good to go look at it because, you know, a lot of other states need to follow suit with, what's, with what Missouri has been doing. And they said you can basically go to this site and see all the information. And it's just mofree.org. So if anybody's interested in that stuff, it's a good place to go see what's going on. I mean, I don't think, you know, they'd have a really hard time getting away with that. I think any, well, I guess in some states they wouldn't. And I guess the liberals would just, you know, hand it over to them. Here, Biden, take all our gold and silver. You guys need it more than we do. Oh. Yeah, it's so liberal. So uh, any any yeah. liberal, well, liberals <laughs> won't have any gold or silver. That's not their style. That's true. That's probably true. Just like they won't have any ammunition. Some might have Bitcoin, but th- that might be the extent of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's um. You know, uh, American intelligence 
they media they were talking about that they said literally they said there is nothing that's going to stop you know what's going on right now they said look they said look at hillary clinton she's still you know obama they're all still present still running things and she said honestly the second amendment's probably the only thing that's going to stop that <laughs> so i don't know what they what they're talking about what they're planning but i've got i'm going to go in there and i'm going to check it out see what's going on like yep I'm going to get on there and find out. I'll be participating. So. So I don't know if you're uh, right about this, uh, but go ahead. If you, if you're still talking, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I'm done. Go ahead. Well, don't, don't rush on my account. (laughs) I was just, I was just going to. So do you listen to Viva Frey and Robert Barnes a lot? Uh, not a lot. Sometimes okay. I catch their stuff on Rumble. I know who they are. Yeah. I mean, Robert Barnes, I, he seems like a a really great attorney. I mean, he seems to be on the side of the people, you know? Yeah, he um, seems like a good dude. Yeah, I mean, he seems to really know the law. And and um, he was, you know, he's he's been talking about He's been doing a lot of um, cases for people that are in prison. Um, he was talking about how horrific that our prisoners are treated, country. You know, he said the eighth, is it the Eighth Amendment that is in place to protect them? Mm-hmm. And yet <laughs> he said it's not, you know, not being enforced. And so he um he has helped a lot of people in that sense but there's just so much wrong with what's going on you know he he said these that judge the i i forget his name the little weasel looking one that thinks he's god and can just you know do whatever the heck he wants to do um the one that they assigned to trump he doesn't have the right to do any of that stuff he's been doing, which you probably heard that. So it's just amazing. I mean, they obviously none of us, unless you study freaking law, you can't know any of this stuff, you know? I mean, in one sense, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I've, I've got common sense and, and I know natural law. I know what what I'm born with. I know my natural law right. So, you know, and I know that the, you know, the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, they protect that. So if a person just realizes that and um, and remembers that every human on this earth has, I mean, they they do they you know have natural law um, I want to call them privileges so they're they're rights so obviously and in, in 
many countries they're abused. You know, um, people are not allowed to freely live in that sense in a lot of places, but but we are born with those inalienable rights, and we just got to to help others attain them in other countries. You know, it just but. But what, the first thing we have to do is make sure we protect them in this country because if, if people don't stop watching the stupid, you know, programming of the media and realize that what is happening, like over in Israel and what – what has happened in, like, the U.K., be here. I mean, we already know right now that with our open borders, there is no telling how many of these terrorists or these groups have slipped in. And, I mean, it's got to stop because most people, I didn't know, I didn't know how dangerous like Islamic and Muslim and, and I'm, you know, I I hope I don't offend anyone, but to be honest with you, I know there's, there are some Muslims out there that are, that they're peaceful. Okay. I understand that. But the majority of history shows where um, Arabs and Islam have like taken over everywhere they have been. They do not allow anything other than what they believe in. I mean, people need to realize how dangerous they are. I mean, look what they did to Iran, which used to be Persia, which used to be, you know, they used to be free like us. They went in there, and they took what they wanted. They killed who they wanted. You know, it's not as drastic as Saudi Arabia, but, but, I mean, they moved in there, and it's it's pretty bad. So, I mean, every country that they that they have tried to go into and and taken over, they they will not accept Christians. They will kill you. You know, I mean, people need to know this stuff. So they're not accepting of anything. They are very violent people. They want everyone just like them, or they don't want you to exist. They are that extreme. So, I mean, if if someone wants to call in and and tell us differently, please do. But if, if you... Dig into history, you will find that that's that that's the case most of the time. So it's um, you know I don't I don't feel like what's going on. You know I don't like that the bombing stuff is just it's horrendous always. We've done it. You know all countries are guilty of doing it because when you're bombing, innocent people get killed. So 
am I a fan of what they're doing to the Gaza Strip right now? No. Um, I wish they could just go in there on foot and just capture all the freaking evil people that, you know, have been doing all the bad stuff. But once again, um, you know, when you, the pilgrimage society, when you dig into all this stuff, you know, there's people talking about how that this was a setup that Netanyahu you know, they're talking about how he, and it is, it does make you think, because it's like he moved all the, is it the IDF? I forget what the group's called, um, that Israel has protecting the country. You know, they had moved them all out of the location where Hamas had come in and was blowing up the fences and stuff. I mean, it's very interesting. And it's like forever, you know, they said Netanyahu and there's, certain people who have wanted to have all of the Gaza Strip um, because of oil or whatever, but I don't know. I don't know that all that makes that much sense, but who knows? I mean, it could be that Netanyahu allowed it to happen. I mean, sure as heck looks like he did, Um, but I don't know. They're just, it's crazy because it's, it's weird when you go back, way, way back, with the history of the Palestinians and Jewish people, it's like, you know, Jewish people have always been, they've also had to go in and out of several different countries and been kicked out. But they said originally Jewish people were removed from a lot of countries. I wrote this down somewhere. Um, it, it, it was concerning, like usury. Usury. So, you know, early back in the early days of Christianity and stuff, um, usury, which is usury, is like any interest rate. So, if you receive any type of interest, obviously that is usury. Usury. So, um, lending money way back was illegal for Christians. You know, they didn't allow it. So so that's when um, Jewish people actually started lending people money and with interest, you know, and they made the money and they would buy up everything and then the kings would get mad and they would kick them out. And so they would, they said they would go, you know, to another country and they'd do the same thing and they'd get out of that one. And they said it happened so many times. Um, and he said, you know, so now we have basically like debt, debt slavery, which is, is basically what formed out of that with what's going on right now. But, um, but then you, you look at Palestinians and what's weird too about them is with the history, it's like, you know, they were, I don't remember how long ago when they occupied that country I forget who bought them out. Somebody came in and said, look, we will pay you if you will leave this country. You know, and they did. And I I can't remember which country they went to first, but whichever country it was, they kicked them out. And it's like they didn't kick out because they had figured out a way to make money and buy up things. 
you know, they got kicked out because it seemed like they were always so unruly or, you know, they just always caused problems. So it's just, it's very interesting when you listen to different views like that. I mean, I just, I don't know what to think about any of it. You know, I just, I just know that I'm not okay with, you know, the killing of, of innocent people, especially children. So, oh, like I said, wish we could just round up all these freaking are hungry idiots that want war. Just gather them all up. Let's find an island and go drop them off. So, just so wrong. So, so wrong. But I know um, <laughs> Ron Paul, he uh, he was talking about the the new house speaker. <laughs> I know they were talking and he, he was saying that basically he's a carbon copy of the Bush era neocons. I'm like, oh, boy, I don't know what to think of him. But he, he's already changed his mind. I listened to the one video of him when he said, you know, Ukraine, they they need to not send any more money over there. And then now they're saying he's changed his view on it. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. So I don't know. What do you think of him? I don't know yet. I, I'm not. Yeah. My, my thing I don't is that if, if that many people voted for him on the first try, yeah. he's not. He's not the best. You, you no, could probably he, do a lot worse, but I don't he, think he's yeah. the best. Yeah, that's true. It, it, I mean, that fits. That fits in with the the Bush era neocon getting accepted like that, probably. But we'll yeah. just have to see. I mean, he does. He he has said some good things. So, I guess we will find out. Yes, we will find out. So, so yeah, no. So go ahead with what you were gonna. You were gonna say something a while ago. Oh, I I forgot already by now a long time ago. <laughs> See, I should have just shut up. I should have let you. That's talk. okay. Ah, oh, I know we were talking it's, about... always, it's always time for Mr. Broccoli. Okay. All right. Let me get to that. I think I've got it pulled up here. All right. I'm ready when you are. All right. So this one is uh, Can't Drag in Gaza. So uh-huh. uh, th- 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 that's actually what I wanted to talk about now that I remember. So oh, okay. there was some protest at very various schools across the na- the nation over the last few days. Oh wow, I didn't know this. There okay. are students that are demanding round trip tickets to go <laughs> to the Gaza Strip and uh, and perform drag shows for the oh, for the Palestinian my. friends because they might not have ever been allowed to look at at drag shows before, and so they oh. want to give them a really good experience and. And they they stand with Hamas, and they want to do everything they can to support Hamas. So they want to go over there and spread their love 
of uh, of their dragon. So they have gay death wishes. I guess. <laughs> oh, see there, see there it is. People are truly ignorant. They think. Oh, ay ay ay. Yeah, they they were not allowed to ever watch drag shows. So let's go over there and show them what they're missing. Somebody needs to show them a few videos of of gay people right in the middle of their public squares, down on their knees, why they when they take a big machete and just you know cut their heads off. Maybe yeah, they but the thing is, if they did that to 500 kids, you'd have another 500 kids that they probably wouldn't even wouldn't either know about it or said, well, they just did it wrong. Well, I'll go in the next batch and I'll show them. Ay, ay, ay. That's how right. stupid they are. Yeah. Jeez. And also, oh, it was announced that if there was a draft, that oh, any yeah. trans women that that were born with junk are required to be in the draft. And a lot of the trans people oh. are upset because... They're women now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, they, they're right. I heard that. Yep. So I wanted to combine that here with uh, with this yeah. broccoli man. All right. That's great. I love the title, Can't Drag in Gaza. <laughs> that's good. All right. So let's go ahead and get this done here. So okay. if you're ready, I'll count down. Yep. All right. So three, two, one, action. So, Jamar, what happened in your lawsuit? Yeah, I heard you got rich. Selby, the judge awarded me $100,000 for every heart attack I had. He said that Southern Hampshire Institute and Technology has to let me back on campus. Then this morning, SHIT said they don't care what the judge says. They ain't letting me take classes here unless I catch up on the gene therapies. I agree with SHIT. It's more important to me as liberal than to listen to a judge. I wish that judge would go to a FEMA camp. It's too bad FEMA camps do not exist. The judge also said if there is a war, I am exempt from a draft due to my medical condition. You know what really sucks, Jamar? Brandon said that trans women born with junk still have to get drafted in what they World War III. Part of being a trans outlaw should be that we are not dudes. We should not have to go to war. I only want to go to war that means we can go kill Republicans. We want to support Hamas in Palestine. Why should we have to fight them? That's right. We went to a protest yesterday. We demand one-way tickets to the Gaza Strip so they can see us do drag queen story time to all the Islam people. They laughed at us. They said we will get a one-way ticket but we cannot dress as women when we get there. That is so not fair. They have no right to tell me what to wear. I do what I want in whatever gender I is. When we get there and support Palestine and Hamas, I am sure they will let us be as trans over there. We can show them our Ukraine flags and they will be as impressed that we do not support America. Yeah, we are loving and liberal. Oh no, it's that broccoli dude again. 
that dude hate communism so much. He is nothing but trash. I want to punch him in them spool sack. I wonder what racist he will say this time. Hey Jamar. I heard the judge said you are allowed back on campus. That's right player, but the school still said they don't care what the judge says. The school called me a Trump supporter because everyone is telling me to not get any gene therapies or else my health insurance and my life insurance will cancel me. SHIT told me to quit being a crybaby and stop watching Joe Rogan. I'm like dude, I already had 69 heart attacks and died and came back to life 19 times. The dean at SHIT said he does not give an expletive if it's my birthday and Michael Robinson Obama demanded I sit in class. He says no cousins now boss. Michael Robinson Obama is a nice lady. What kind of liberalist you have to obey government? You should just get your gene therapies and quit abusing a Republican by his niche. Yeah, even Brandon says if you do not support him, you ain't black. He needs to be black like us. Dude, you know we can all see you? You have white skin just like Larry Bird. You shut up that face right now and put a scam on your face. When I go in the hood, everyone there knows I'm black because I remember how the old Democrat. I hope SHIT lets us go to the Gaza Strip and perform drag queen shows over there. I cough if I read the gender queer book to the Islam peoples, they will love us for liberating them. We will teach all those something that cares that they can be as whatever gender they want. They can dress in women's clothes just like us and the fake Republicans. Do you not understand that their religion demands those who do not live like them will be punished by stoning or death? I just don't see the point in fighting a war. We are all just regular people who do not want to die because the government said to. You're crazy Jamar. We need to re-educate or euthanize people that do not agree with us. We are loving and liberal. Jamar is right. We need to stop hating on everyone for being different. We need to celebrate diversity and not have a world full of only one way of thinking. You need to stop beezing an artsy. Only Nazis want to have diversity. That's right. Give me communism or give me death. Me too. I just want to blast Trump supporters and their kumquats. I don't want to fight Chinese peoples, North Korea peoples, or Iran peoples. We believe in the same things. That's why we need a one world government. If we had a new world order, then everyone would be under hardcore communism. Then no one could cry about their freedom. Everyone would be forced to do drag queen story time and show their junks to the kids. Yeah, the whole world would be as loving and liberal. And we can make everyone who is not black get re-educated and die off. You need to level people or you business gonna be dead. Hey player, don't you hear yourself? How can you love our people and then kill everyone who does not have black skin? And you are not even black. You don't make sense. He needs to shut up that face right now and learn how to be as black like us. Yeah, I even saw that one person who finished 172nd in a world race while running as a dude. He decided he was to run some bad rap with the ladies and finished fifth. Good on her for making the right decision to run as a trans. Did you see the Prime Minister of Scotland? Dude went off on white peoples. He said he is Islamic and is pissed that Scotland is almost every major person in politics and white. Good on them demanding diversity. You do realize that Scotland is about 98% white, right? Only just over 2% of the population is something other than having white skin. 
I should go over there and run for office. I will teach them what it's like to be this black. How you finna do that, dog? Your skin is white. You take that back right now. Quit spreading this information that I'm white. Also, we no longer have to take math classes at SHIT because math is racist. For a dude who is about to get a college degree, you sound really no educated, B. You need to come with us and take down the flies of people's trying to find their lost Jewish friends. These parents should have had abortions so they would not have to look for their kids. I can't wait for Malik to get me pregnant so I can have an abortion right after I give birth. Come on, Mike. We need to go downtown and protest for those free one-way tickets to the Gaza Strip so we can volunteer to do drag shows for the Gaza and Palestine kids. Hey everyone. Please educate the youth. You also need to follow the news. Check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on weeknights 9pm to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9pm Pacific Time. Proof has on lots of great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Prepare yourself against the new world order. Go to freedomizerradio.com and look for Listen Live. Also, look for the Freedomizer show schedule and find all the other hosts' time slots on freedomizerradio.com. Broccoli dude, you need to shut up that face. Ain't no one trying to get educated about news. Anyone who follows Dr. Carlson Alex Jones or Proof Negative needs to be labeled a Nazi supporter for loving all people. All of us Democrat voters are loving and liberal. We only love the right people who support Democrat politics. You mean we support the left side? You needs to be as black like us and support one world government or you needs to go away. We are non-democrats because we are loving and liberal. Right. I hope that was all right. No, that was good. Yeah, I um. Did you see? You probably did, but um, it wasn't. I think it was recently. Um, that there were a bunch of uh, parents that protested and kept um, a drag queen, a drag queen, out of a library in California. Oh, I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah. Yes. That's good. What needs to start happening? I mean, what the heck is wrong with these people that they think that that's okay to have drag queens around children? I mean. Well, it's the way well, that America, America's <laughs> liberals have taken over the United States. Uh, who would have thought even six months ago that it would be a fresh idea to – hate on Jews in America. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's, um, there's just, there's a lot of hate that's harbored in cultures and and still, you know, um, nurtured basically. You know, it it's just like, well, I don't know, but you know, you and I, it's it's hard for us 
I mean, we've been fortunate, you know, we haven't, we haven't been in a group of people like that, that have been persecuted like that. So I guess it's hard for us to understand, you know, to like, I mean, I can see where people that lived in Iran before the occupation of the Ayatollah Khomeini, I can Mm -hmm. see those that lived there before he, you know, took over, why they feel the way they do about Saudi Arabia, about that culture, about Muslims. You know, I can can understand that. Um, I mean, I... But I, but we know that once, we do know that there are Muslims that come over here and they do adapt to the way that Americans live. Now, a lot of them don't. You know, you've got a lot of them, like groups of them in, um, was it um, Minnesota, where I'm trying to think, or was it Michigan? Now, it might have been Michigan, I think, where they had a large population of them and they were trying to get, um, what is the law called, Sharia law or what, what's it called? Right. Yeah, Sharia law. Okay. And they were trying to, you know, pass that and get that going in there and stuff. And now that's, I'm sorry, that's wrong. If you want things like that to exist, you need to go back to your own country and live by that law there. But they need to understand when they come to the United States, no, we are not going to allow those type of things to happen. Um, I'm sorry. That's, mm-hmm. I don't think that's too much to ask for. We're not going to let you mutilate children, you know? Um hey, uh... Christina, I want to play this clip that's like a minute long, and then our our friend Pianchi wants to come say hi to you. Oh, good. Okay. So let me play this because it's it's in context here with what you're saying. So this is a feminist scholar. She says Hamas is just a progressive social movement and that they wouldn't hurt anybody. Um, sure. uh, similarly, I think, uh, yes, uh, uh, understanding uh, Hamas, Hezbollah as uh, social movements that are progressive, that are on, on the left, that are part of a global left, is extremely important. That does not stop us from uh, being critical of certain dimensions of um, both movements. It doesn't, um, it doesn't stop those of us who are interested in nonviolent politics from raising the question of um, uh, uh, of whether there are other options besides violence. Um, so again, uh, a, cr- a critical, important engagement. I mean, I certainly think it should be entered into the conversation on the left. I similarly think boycotts um, and divestment procedures are, again, um, uh, an essential component of any resistance movement. Thanks. I think we have to close right now. Let me just... Uh, couple of things. Please watch out for our future events. There will be one in the middle of, uh, of October. All right. So anyway, that's what they're teaching in, in schools now is Hamas is like one of the most peaceful movements ever. You just you just have to oh agree with God. them and you, you have to be uh, you have to be born from their country and uh, and you'll get along with them just fine. Yeah. You know, 
what people don't understand is like why when a culture is focused on when their main focus is built on destroying other cultures I'm sorry but <laughs> that's not okay you know? yeah cultures that are born on hate and not peace and love should not exist no exactly and then that's what people need to understand it's like they're not focused on you know because somebody was talking about that they're like you know Gaza they're like why haven't they tried to and and once again maybe I don't know enough but you would think that they could be progressive enough to improve their living situation now I don't know people said that they're they're crammed in there. They're pretty crowded, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know the conditions over there, so I guess I can't really speak to that. But but they do say that their main focus is just to literally, and that they teach their children that we have to kill Jewish people. You know, we have to destroy the Jewish population. And I do, yeah, I cannot accept that. I I will never accept. You know, if if Jewish if the Jewish population said that about them, it's like, we have to destroy them. We have, I wouldn't accept that either. You know, I'm not going to accept that from anyone. It's like yeah, you it's said. It's not somebody's fault that they were born in a nation. I, I, no. I, I'll say that every day if I have to. That yeah, it's, it's not it's the people crazy. that live in North Korea or Israel or whatever country. Those people right. just want to live their lives and go to work and come home and raise their kids and and live yes. a good life. It's the governments that, that are the problem. So yes. just because yes. you see somebody that has a, a different ethnicity, so what? They, 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 yeah. they just want to yeah. live their life like you do. Exactly. And I, and that's, and I think that's was Robert Barnes that was saying that. And he's saying, you know, he's like, Americans need to understand. He said if Hamas was able to eliminate the Jewish population, guess who they're going to come after next? The Americans. Yeah, yeah nations you know. that have a lot of Jewish people. So you look at America. Yeah. They, they would look at Russia. Uh, I can't think of the, the particular sect, but there's a huge population of Jewish people in Russia. Well, and he's even saying that once, if they were able to wipe out the whole Jewish population, he said they would then try to wipe out American people. Yeah, they would look for Christians and Catholics. Yes, exactly. He said, you know, that's the way, unfortunately, that is. I. That's how Muslims are. They want everyone to be Muslims. You and know? That, that's why... That's why the Democrats are clinging to the Islams, because they'll they'll yeah, help them. Exactly. They they believe that as long as they get rid of Jewish and Christian people, that they'll leave them alone. But they're not going to ask well, you what yeah. faith you are. They'll just they'll just kill you. Well, and we know, and and they're they're similar in their in how they see things. I mean, think about it. The Democratic part, most of the Democratic people in the Democratic Party. They are in that mindset that, oh, no, you can only 
only, you know, do what we're saying needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Our way is the only right way. I mean, and they are now, like that in many Christina, ways. Christina, this might be a little strange to say, I guess, but if you're go because there's been people that have talked about bringing people from the Gaza Strip over here for asylum. If you want to bring families over and they've been vetted as peaceful, I'm okay with that. What I'm not going to see is single military-age men coming over here, bringing their flags with them. Yes, exactly. If you send death to America, you need to be banned from America. Yeah. Yeah. And and you're right. I mean, I knew a family here in Cape Girardeau. They were Palestinian, and they were fine. They were peaceful. They were nice. You know, they had a restaurant here. They they just wanted to come over here and live free, you know? Yeah. So it just um, – yeah, But if, you're, if you want to bring a boatload of, of 216 single military-age men between 18 and 23 and just drop them off at the Statue of Liberty and say bye, that's not going to work. Exactly. No, I, I absolutely agree. Yep. Right, let's go ahead and bring Bianchi in here before okay. uh, he starts wondering where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> you know, proof and Christina, <laughs> on this issue, Hi, you don't have all the facts. And the thing that was said that was true is government yeah. that caused these problems. The Israeli government is a very, very treacherous government. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you why. They treat blacks in that country just as bad as mm-hmm. they're treated anyplace else. Oh, you're not allowed to it. preach Christianity in, in Israel. You get arrested for that. Well, the really? Ethiopian the Ethiopian Jews that came back, and I, I think I told you that before, that they'd done the airlift. They came from Gondor, Ethiopia. I've been to Gondor, <clears throat> and it's a, those they go by just the first five books of the what you call the Old Testament. They were Cushites at one point in time. Ethiopia was Cush. It was called Tanishi, Tafseti, Abyssinia, Ethiopia. But before that. Cush with a K, not a C, like the sons of Ham. It wasn't that Cush. And when they done an airlift to, to bring some of them back, and why they was bringing some of the Ethiopians back was for to be servants to those who's there now. And when the women came, landed, they made them, it would either sterilize them or made them get on birth control. They recircumcised the men. You can look this up. Wow. And they didn't want their populations to increase. Hmm. And you had another group of black Americans led by Ben Carter. Ben Amin is what he's called himself. They left Chicago in the 70s. And I don't know how many of them at the time. There's a book on that. It's called Impregnable People. They went to Liberia. They settled in Liberia for a little bit. Almost starved to death because they wasn't used to living in those types of circumstances where you have to be sustainable to live. 
Then they trek. Trek means walk. They walked from Liberia all the way over to Israel, entered Israel, and they settled in a town area called Damona, D-I-M-O-N-I-A. You can look it up today. And they they became sustainable. They manufactured, grew food, and do all those things. Israeli government failed to recognize them. As a matter of fact, even today, they're trying to deport some of them out of the country. Well, they came back and said they're Jews. They have just the right to be there as anybody else. So oh, wow. you just don't know the whole story. It's the things that go on that you don't know about. Some people yeah. that run into the Israeli government is not from there. They are Germans, Poland, and some Americans. What they are, they don't even look like the people from there. Look at Benny and Yahoo. So that's what's going on. And, and, and the reason why come they howl the death of the United States is because the United States is, is arming them with military weapons. That's what that's all about. Yeah. The United States needs to leave them people alone. And you know who started it all? Not only there, but around the world was Britain. Britain went around the world colonizing. That's where the old slogan goes, the sun never sets on British territory. And they were supposed to provide a protectorate. Britain wasn't supposed to be providing a protectorate for that area. Those people have been in that area for time immemorial. And they were they was black. The, the, land, the land was Canaan. Now, if you want to go by the Bible story, what was the story with Canaan? Ham's son, Japheth, uh, Israel, uh, Japheth, uh, let's see, Cana was Ham's first son, Japheth and Shem. And the story says that Noah was a wineman. He grew orchard, and he got drunk, and he was naked in his tent, and Cana laid his eyes upon him and told his brothers. And his brothers got a cloth. And walked backwards to cover him up. But when he came through, now some people say he was castrated. Some people say he was sodomized in some stories. And the story said it came upon the curse of Cana. Cana was cursed black. Now that's the story. Huh. His hair would be wool. His hair, the kid's hair would be nappy. Your kids' members, they would go naked, and their members would be elongated. Now, that is the story. That story appeared in the Babylonian Talmud way before there ever was a Bible. Then it shows back up in Genesis. Gosh. There's so, so people much. don't know the history. No. Now, you stay in the St. Louis area, don't you? I'm south of St. Louis. Yeah, I'm. My kids are up are in you, St. Louis. I'm about 90 miles south. Well, you're a long ways, 90 miles. I've done a project there on Richardson Road and Highway 55 uh, for Geo Spado, Corps and Engineers. But, uh, I know exactly where know, that is, yeah. Yeah, I, I erected a structure still on that project. Yeah, my, but, my uh, mom lives in Arnold, or Fenton, so yeah. Yeah. But, see, there's always been a very, very precarious relationship with Jews 
And Jewish is not no ethnic group. It's a religion. I mean, it's it's a religion. Sammy Davis Jr. was a Jew, and he was not born a Jew. It's religion that people adopt. Nothing wrong with it. That's what they want to do. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. But, see, Jews have always had people that flows under that banner, a precarious position with blacks. Because in the city of St. Louis, there around, not so on the central end, I'd say between Page and Blackstone, and Goodfellow and Union, Jews owned all those six-family apartments, and they were slum yards. And I can name them. You had the Coatners, you had the Michelsons, you had the Silversons, and you might have had one or two more. And they were slum yards. That was back in the day when you paid $75 for rent a month. And then... Around 1964, somewhere around in there, and it had to be 64, well, maybe a little bit later, those apartment buildings, because of the lobbying that Jewish uh, lawyers done, you know, one thing the Jews made their family, they male become lawyers. They lobbied, and Congress created what I call, what we call uh, urban housing development. Not HUD, yeah. They created HUD, and HUD came in and bought up all those apartment buildings. And then you know, you know how it is when government owns something, so they went down. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they raised their areas, but there's always been. And you know, I've seen signs on a building, apartment building there on Hamilton and Page, on the northeast corner. That's and I was a little boy, and that sign says no, no, let's see, no Jews, no blacks, no dogs allowed. And every now and then, the Post Dispatch had a, a section in it called Parade Magazine, and it would show uh, things pertaining to social issues around the city, and they would post, they would print a story on that apartment and they show that sign. I ain't seen it in a long time. So that was the that was the history and you know those things still go on to uh, today. It's never gonna be peace in that area. Most people not gonna yeah. be peaceful. You know until you yeah, give them back their yeah. land. Yeah. You're I when they did, made that man they you know Hitler played a part in that too, did you? Hitler who? said about fifteen thousand. Jews, the guys after the, after that agreement. That was back in the, talking about that in the twenty, in the nineteen twenties. And when they first opened Gaza up, there was about some people say six hundred thousand, some say seven hundred fifty thousand Palestinian Jews that they wouldn't allow in. Hmm. So these Good things has been going on forever. And the killing of kids goes on on both sides. Why are they over there messing with the Lebanese? So yeah. they say that Lebanese uh, is housing the Hamas. And if it ain't Hamas today, it'd be somebody tomorrow. You just got a people that don't forget. Muslim is a person who submits to God. That's what Muslim stands for. Anybody can be a Muslim. You got a large sect of Muslims here in the United States. Uh, the Nation of Islam started by Elijah Muhammad. 
ran by Louis Farrakhan right now. They had a population, a membership of over 250,000 at one time. At one time, yeah. they were the largest employer of black Americans. They had printing presses, bakeries, fisheries out of Chicago. Hmm. So the history continues. A lot of people, what they do, they, they confuse or mix Ingramingo, the history, with the religion. Castro was a Jew. He was Catholic by day and Jewish by night. He was called a Marengo. Uh, and then they, they say there's Zionist, and then there's real, then there's the, um, Zionist I is guess. Catholic. Zionist is your Catholic, basically. Okay. And they got hands in everything. They were the money changers. You remember when you talk about Jesus went into the church and overturned the table with the money changers? Well, so there you go. Okay. This one came up with the idea of gold certificate because gold was too cumbersome, too heavy to be carried around in your pocket. So what they done, people done, they came up with the idea to uh, deposit the gold in these banks and you would get a certificate that you had so many kilos of gold or whatever amount you had. Well, that's a damn yeah. good idea. We could issue yeah. certificates and don't have no gold there. We don't have gold to do what? To back up the certificates. Well, you got yeah. what? Today, you got federal certificates. Well, no. With what? No gold to back it up. Right. Because Nixon took you off the gold standard, right? Yeah. Same old game. Yeah. So always remember, a coin has two sides. Yeah. While you're looking at one side, there's another side that needs to be explored. Right. Yeah. No, when it when I you know, when I heard that Israel were when they were bombing that that they're now bombing the Gaza Strip, I'm like, Whoa, nope, they're killing children. That's not okay, you know? I'm sorry. So yeah, no, there's always always big clues, you know, but I was watching on um so there's a website called Stop World Control dot com slash Israel flash and they tell this this story it says the mystery of Israel solved and I remember I just watched that and you're right because he went in to the true history and it was very interesting and he was talking about how misled we are about who Israel really is. Yeah, people are misled. You know where the name comes from? The name comes from three words. The first, the L, E-L, comes from the Canaanite God, L. Ra, R-A, that comes from the lower Egypt God around Heliopolis was Ra. And I-S comes from the Egyptian mother goddess, Isis with a Greek name, her real name was Aset. She was married to Asar, and they had a son named Haru. The life of Haru, Jesus' life, and the other, the other 16 to 25 crucified saviors' life parallels Haru. They were the first holy trinity, the father, the mother, and the child. But uh, 
that history is uh, now. I mean, that's real life. I've been I spent nine about eight to nine years over in that country, going in and out of tombs, temples, and pyramids, oh, and wow. I can see these things. Hmm. Could witness this. Yeah. Took pictures of it. Took pictures where I shouldn't have been taking pictures because I slipped the attendant a few CDs, a few pounds. Really, that's a that's currency, Egyptian pounds. Yeah. He said, hey, go ahead, but don't use flash. We didn't use flash. Mm. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful things you ever want to see when you go into these these underground spaces um, where they buried their students. They weren't pharaoh. Pharaoh was a Hebrew word. They were students. S-U-T-E-N. Yeah. And it's just like it was painted yesterday. And Egypt, Egypt was the major powerhouse of that time. And they didn't allow, they had to put buffers around their border there at that point. Where, and all that was land. Egypt and what you call Arabia was connected together until they put the Suez Canal in. And they had to put buffers there to keep keep invasions out, like the Hisco. Hisco was a bunch of wanderers. Some people say they was Jews. They kept them out. They went to battle for years against the Hitzkos. Then they fought the Hittites, which is present-day Turkey. Ramesses fought them. He took four divisions of Egyptian troops, and they fought at the Aronis River. That there today, O R O N E S, and he defeated the Hittites. <sighs> yeah. I um. Well, I think I think that this was the. The this movie I was talking about the documentary. I think this was the one where he said that it showed how that there is no way that Hamas would have been able to blow up those fences and even get near them because he said the security next to those fences. They said if a, a, a tiny animal gets near them, they know it. So, yeah, they got seismic detectors in the ground. They can tell. Yeah, yeah. They can hear a heartbeat. And they said they know that at the time that Hamas attacked, they said they know that they pulled all the, is it IDS or ID something? So for some reason, they had moved all of them to the West Banks, leaving that all unprotected. And. And they said they started blowing up these fences, and not any, you know, no one showed up to stop them from coming well, in. So they're saying no that basically them. Netanyahu set, sent Hamas mm-hmm. to do that. They're saying it was a setup. Well, it probably was, and it probably got the nod yeah. from the United States with this damn crazy ass Biden, excuse my language, yeah. Biden administration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because here's the thing, if they don't get the nod from the United States, how are you going to get a replenishment of the armaments that you are using? Yeah. Raytheon can't sell armaments to some countries unless they get the okay to do so. Boeing can't sell jets to some country unless they get the okay to do so. Uh, because so they said they – yeah. It, it is. Um, and see, uh, Palestine has natural resources like – gas there in offshore 
that they are not allowed to develop. Natural well, gas. Yeah, and is it true that, so in that film it also talks about, it showed that how that there are fences up to where the Palestinians can't just come into it's like apartheid. It's like apartheid South Africa. Oh. But you had to have passes to go from one area to the other. And you know it's uncanny that Israel sold South African government nuclear weapons. They was testing them off into the ocean to the point where it was creating seismic recording in the, you know in those areas where they have those recordings to register earthquakes. So you have to ask, who are they going to use those nuclear weapons on? Who are they going to use it on the Africans? So you got evil people, evil yeah. people with evil intentions, and they 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 cover the whole gamut from education, economy, and especially information. Yeah. And whenever well, somebody that... tells you something from one direction, you have to turn it around in your mind and look at it from yeah. the other perspective. And then many times you see what's going on. Everybody wants to use the United States. They're getting to the point where they won't, if China ever becomes dominant, then the United States will be pushed off to the side as far as that's concerned. But everybody wants to, to get to the United They want to get to the United States markets because otherwise they couldn't develop. They can't develop on their own. They have to be able to have trade in order to get foreign dollars. Yes. It's just a mess. I mean, yeah, it's a mess. And, if we don't control, and the reason why they pissed off at Americans is because we're supposed to have a democracy where we choose our leaders. But if we choose leaders and they're doing what they're doing, what well, people in other parts of the world is going to blame us, the people. Why come yeah. you're not controlling your government? They do. When it comes time for them to get rid of a government, a, a government, if they can, it's no good. They kill them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what that's what this group. I'm telling you, what they were saying. The people around the world are waiting for the the American people to exercise their Second Amendment to stop all this. And it's true. That is the only way you're going to stop it. You're never going to get the right person elected because like American intelligence media said, she said, we have not, she said, the people that are elected, chosen by this, what is it, the Pilgrim Society or whatever, she said, it's not us electing them. She said, they're all, all the elections have been rigged forever. And I'm like, wow. When you know, sell missiles to Israel and anybody else, it has to be okayed by politicians. And those politicians are getting kickbacks through the form of donations to their campaign. When a politician yep. gets money in their campaign, they have money left over. They do whatever the heck they want to. They give it to another party member on their campaign. They hire their kids. Like Maxine Waters' daughter is making $250,000 a year, somewhere about that, just opening letters. <laughs> Oh. Matter of fact, all those jobs 
in civil service, you have to have a recommendation by a congressperson. That's how it goes. You got to get recommendations from a congressperson. If you want to go to West Point, you got to have recommendations from your congressperson. You don't get in there. Got to be connected. You got to be connected. You're absolutely right. So that's what's going on and have been going on in the United States, at least since the time when Eisenhower was around. You don't have good people like him. You don't have good people like uh, Pat no more. They don't. No. Isn't it something that Oswald killed Kennedy, then Jack Ruby killed Oswald, and everybody's gone? Yeah. So, so what do you think, Pianchi, about about Robert F. Kennedy Jr.? I can't tell you much about him. I think he knows what's going. On. I think he he knows he can't go. He can't step over certain lines. If it's true about the, all these things that we've heard, I just wonder but, if he's, uh, if he is as honest as. I feel he is. I don't know. You I don't know, think you just, the Democrats would support him to run against Biden because that's, you, you're talking about some other stuff. See, they hate Trump. Trump is not part of them. Do you yeah. know how much better off it is when you don't have to work, you don't have to depend on somebody to feed you? They don't like that. You can't control them. I say what I say because they can't control me. I don't work for no public school district. I don't work for the post office. Yeah. And you got other blacks the same <sighs> way. You got a lot of blacks that won't say nothing because they're afraid of the reprisals that would come down on them. It would be like yeah. a Hillary Clinton. You're Look right. At chef. Look at this Obama chef. That is, 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 is really suspicious. It's about as suspicious as observing a unicorn running down the street. Yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the Democrat voters are just going to vote Democrat regardless. I don't think they they care if it's Brandon or not. I think they're if they see an independent, they don't they don't care if it's Mike. Well, maybe if it's Michael Robinson, Obama, because he is a nice lady. But if it's gruesome or any other Democrat icon, they'll they'll skip that because they're not running as a Democrat. The biggest. Bamboo was in a long time. Well, at the time it wasn't. It's the Federal Reserve. The question is, oh yeah, who who is that interest going to? Six hundred some odd billion dollars. Oh, who is that going to go to? The U.S. Treasury can do everything that the Federal Reserve is doing, and then it wouldn't be no damn interest. The Federal Reserve makes the decision, tells the U.S. Treasury to print up bonds. Well, hell, can't the U.S. Treasury make the decision? And also, here's another point. The states, many of these jobs that we have people working at the federal level should be covered by the states. That way the states can put their own people to work. Yeah. That's who was fine on Trump. It was people out of the State Department, Susan Rice and the group, listening to his telephone company uh, conversation and taking everything out of context and turning it into a, a, a big mayhem 
And you don't so you don't get to the point until you get old there, and yeah. you can see these things for what they are. And it's a picture that you really don't want to look at. Yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, it's yeah. a, of an automobile accident where people are all mangled up and they taking this. You want to take a look at this? You really don't want to take a look at that. Right. But right. when you learn and begin to be able to figure all this stuff out, you really don't want to put that in your mind because it's going on for real. It's a hard situation. It's a horror show. Yeah. So never take anything for face value, especially when there's alternative motives where people can and are profiting from it. Fauci, look at him. Been around for a long yeah. time. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. He's he's proof of the the like the medical cartel or whatever you want to call. It. I mean, oh my gosh, he has been corrupt since day one. You know, the the stuff he worked on when he was first in there. I mean, they killed people. They killed gay people with that first round of medicine. Well, yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't care who they kill. Well, and then, and what? Yeah, what about the story of? Remember the story back in the? Was it? Oh my gosh, what year was it when they said that there in New York City that there was a pile of baby coffins to where I forget what the name of the show was was when they went into the poor neighborhood of, um, oh, what's a poor neighborhood of New York? Harlem. I don't know if it was Harlem, but one of the, so one of the poor neighborhoods where mostly, was occupied by mostly black people, you know, very poor people, they went in there, they, they had an orphanage, and they were injecting, these poor babies with a new, it was, I guess their mothers had had AIDS or something. I don't know if the babies had, but they were using these babies as guinea pigs for these new yeah. medications. It was some population I mean, control. It was some doctors uh, on the East Coast that was making these pellets. And I can't, the story it used to be a, a media service called Balboa Press, B-A-L-B-O-A Press, and they used to print stories that you never would find in the regular meetings, I mean news service. These two scientists were making birth control pellets, P-E-L-L-E-T-S, and they was, they was getting them down into South America. And the story goes that a woman could easily get a pellet before they could an aspirin for a headache. And it was a form of birth control. Oh. That was a story. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. For sure. You got these people that's that's hell-bent on controlling population. Look what uh, Ruth Gator Brinsberg said in that interview on women on the court, and, and they were talking about the role decision. And she said it came about at a time when we didn't want too many of in the population. Well, who was too many of? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
her and Kagan officiated same-sex marriage. Then they come back to the court and vote on the issue, same-sex marriage. Well, they were supposed to recuse themselves. And now they're trying to get kick out uh, Clarence Thomas because somebody paid off, a private person paid off a loan for him. But you don't see the dirt that your insertees be doing. I mean, it goes up and down the line. You got some justices I heard today that said that the Constitution need to be done away with or something to that effect. Well, that's justice need to be removed from the bench. They don't serve for life. The Constitution says they serve count of good behavior. Well, for them to say something like that don't sound like good behavior to me. They need to be gotten rid of. And you know where I do blame Americans? Americans don't, they just sit around. They should yeah. be marching around the Capitol because of what happened. And they locked up these people on January the 6th. They were infiltrated by some psyops yeah. that was carrying out a bunch of crap. People just walking down the street. People appearing inside the building. People being beckoned to come on in. And you want to lock them up. You can trace people all around the country who was in the area and made a phone call, but you can't find out about some some idiot that want to kill up a bunch of people in Maine. Now, two people get too yeah they're I don't know what you call complacent and just they don't care. I'm now, they just don't care. Now it's proof. This is where we get to the spiritual part of this, because there must be some spiritual forces, one good and one bad, that's working with humans on this planet. Yes, because. Some of these things are just can't be happenstance. They just can't be happenstance. You just right. can't have a librarian that want to give access to a student a pornographic material. Then she gets pissed off, excuse my language, when they fire yeah. her, and then she turn around and sue the parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it, you yeah. can't say that stuff like that just happened out of the clear blue sky. Right. There's something wrong. Is something going on. Yeah. And all the stuff you see now that they just allow on TV that kids are exposed to, uh-uh. I mean, they used to wrong. have they used to have ratings on programs. Yeah. G, PG for yep. parental guidance. They done away yep. with that. Now yep. you got like an empire men laying up in the bed with each other, stopping on each other's mouths and uh-huh. stuff, and carrying on. Who want their kids to be seeing that? You sit down and watch a program with a child, you ain't got enough hands to cover their eyes and ears. No, I mean think about it. When we were young, when we were kids, I mean, I that would have thrown me for the biggest loop. I mean, that is not something we would have ever expected to see. And now these poor children, that's what they see. I, I just. Uh, now they got 3D why. sex. Now they got 3D sex. And the court said there's nothing wrong with it because they're not alive. They're not real people. So you can show oh 3D animation, which is just as real as anything else, mm-hmm. where adults having sex with kids. Oh, my gosh. You've got to be kidding me. It's nothing. Oh. They're not live. They're not real humans. 
<laughs> well, they, t- they stretch your imaginations to the breaking point. Oh. So the only thing you know, that we, we've gotten to the point now where our only defense is this. You do what you want to do and leave me alone. That's the only defense you have. At mm-hmm. one point, you didn't even have to worry about that. But now no, the only know. defense you have is you go over there and do what you want and leave me alone. Leave my child alone. They don't want you to have that. They don't want you to have control of your children. Joe Biden already said that those ain't your children. That's the only defense you practically got today. And then when you get your back up against the wall, just like it is with a fox, when they are cornered, they become the most vicious thing on the planet, the corner of fox. Tear you up. And that's what's that's the way it's gonna go. I see. Unless some something happened to change it. You're gonna no, have states that's gonna draw their lines. Louisiana is not gonna be the same thing as no Illinois or no Minnesota. Right. Well did you did you hear about Missouri? What about the gold there? thing? Did, did you hear what I said earlier? That they slipped in on one of the bills that um, nobody can confiscate gold or silver here in the state of Missouri without you due process. You got the wise people in, in the state of Missouri, Josh Holly and some others. <laughs> yeah, it's I very like Josh to be yeah. that far To be that far up north and next to Illinois, I know. to have I know. That, type of, <laughs> that type of mindset that still exists with uh, uh, Parson. Governor Park, yeah. I, I was hoping to see Griden become what you know what happened to him. And that uh-huh. stuff go on, just like we have with the appointment of uh, Johnson. Did you know that uh, Speaker Johnson adopted a 14-year-old black child, a black male? No. You no, mean tell me that you got that out there? No, I just was... Well, and see, I was just getting ready to, oh, yeah, because he's a native of Louisiana. So you know a little bit about him. Yeah, because um, the Epoch Times, they had, um, what is this? The title of it is 30 Things to Know About Mike Johnson. And, I mean, I haven't read them yet, but I've I've got them here if if we ever want to, if proof wants to go over them. But, yeah, it was pretty interesting. So I, I don't, you know, I don't know much about him. I don't think a lot of us did. And like I said, it, I liked a little bit of, I liked, you know, some of what I was hearing. But then I hear he's already changing his tune on, like, funding, sending more money to Israel and Ukraine. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, you know. So I don't know. It's like, well, it's. I, I, don't, I haven't heard it. that yet. Only thing I've heard, I've heard good things about him because I'm a recent transplant here to Louisiana, but I'm okay. talk to a lot of political people, and especially people that's involved with convention and states. But yeah. uh, you know, we have in United in Louisiana is about forty one thousand members, people who signed a petition, and when something comes up on the politics and state level. Like, for instance, yeah. bills that yeah. will prevent 
a child from being sexually altered without the consent of their parents. Well, yeah. when that bill comes up, information goes out to those 41,000 people, and they know what's going on, that bill and other bills. We got this House passed about eight conservative bills, and of all of them, the, well, the governor vetoed all of them. He's a Democratic governor, Bill Edwards. I don't know uh, how the hell that came to be. He vetoed all of them, and the House, the, the, the uh, state house, overrode the veto on the bill I just got through mentioned. And they had bills to prevent foreigners from buying land in Louisiana that was our adversary. They had bills that uh, they wanted to let the uh, school districts teach the Bible. They had bills where for a public building to have in God we trust, could put that up if they want to. They had other bills where teachers could not be going along, like that one teacher, uh, that one librarian, and uh, telling kids that who's a biological female that you a male. Yeah. <laughs> they they vetoed those bills. He vetoed them. What's wrong with those bills? Why come a parent cannot have that authority? And you know, here's another thing that, that that's really perplexing. Who in the heck 50 years ago that you would be talking about that today? Yeah, no joke. That's how you know that, yeah, that's that's the darkness that's (laughs) very, very vivid right now in this world, unfortunately. Yeah, who would have thought you would be having these discussions? Hey, we... Retirees, we should be someplace enjoying ourselves. But no, we got to stick around and fight this exactly. because the young people are not being taught. Right. So you got to fight it for them. Yeah, yeah. We should all be able to sue the flipping government right now because we cannot have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We we can't. I mean, honestly, it's it's not possible. So, well, you know, the government is not for the people. Yeah, and they tax the There's no way in the world you're going to pay off no 33 going up to $40 trillion debt. You're not going to do it. Simple math will tell you that. Hell, we're not going to live to be no 150 to pay taxes. It ain't going to work. I don't know what's going to happen there. I hear all these stories. But I don't know what's going to happen there. And it's not foreign debt. It's about the debt that they have ran up due to all these different programs and so forth. Yeah. And then you got some well, people saying it ain't no debt. Yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I hear that China, too, doesn't have – I hear that they're in financial trouble, too. Yeah, because so, the uh, – they yeah they are in financial trouble. Yeah, it all comes down. You know, here's the thing: uh, what's gonna go, what go around is gonna come around. And what yeah. you do today, you're gonna reap it in the future. You yeah. know, all you know, if you take blacks, all the uh, depressed, uh, depressing things that they experience coming up. And I ain't blaming no in one particular thing, but but see, but that hurts you now. Because now you need smart people. 
in order to carry this society into the future, you got to have smart people. And if you don't, well, then what's going to happen, other societies who may not be friendly to your ideology of life, liberty, and pursuit are happy, they're going to step forward. When the curtains yeah. swing open, they holler and say, come forth proof. Well, proof, if you ain't able to step forward, you better believe somebody else is going to step forward. And they may yep. not have your ideology. They may not have your love. They may not have your sensitivities. But they will step forward because there's no stopping an idea whose time has come. All throughout history, we have seen that. Ideas, they move forward no matter if the originator of the idea does it or somebody else comes in and take over. It's just like when you're in a big room and you humming a song. You shut up and all of a sudden somebody in the other room is humming the same song. It spreads like that. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to get off of here. <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's pray that uh, the Speaker of the House can do what they're supposed to do. At least you have some people that have some concerns about the way things are going. I hope he's not about I don't think he is because people in Louisiana would get would really get up disturbed. But then again, you don't know. Yeah. Well, I just it's think part major of the thing is just trying to put a wedge in between. That's all that is. You're absolutely right. They do. And, you know, that there is another demonic, systemic institution is the new. Then you got to look deeply and see who's controlling these people. There is people that's controlling them, and they got their own agendas and ideology and their own devious plans. We talk about it all the time. Some people want to shuck off what's being said, but here's the point. All these people can't be lying. You can't have that many people saying the same doggone thing, and it's not some truth to it. Yeah. People call it a conspiracy, but there's some truth to it. And given time, in which you don't have necessary on your side, it will come out. Maybe too late. Once a tree starts falling over, it leans, it leans, then all of a sudden it goes, and you can't stop it. Very true. So anyway, I appreciate the opportunity to, to talk. <laughs> oh, it's no. We're. I'm always so happy when you call because you. You know so much. I mean, the information you, you know, share with us, it's phenomenal. So, well, you know. Are you, are you young. Are you a grandmother yet? You sound like oh, you're about yes. 17. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you have, to, you have to teach your kids, I'm telling you. You have to teach yes. your kids. No, and I please. Have, I have three grandsons. And, you know, that's you the scary down, part. Set them down pop up some popcorn, and make them listen and make it a scheduled occurrence, not just no one time. You have to stay on. They're males. You have to stay yes. on them. Yeah, and you know what scares me about them is the, the little one, he's, so the little one, I'm 58, but the little one is, he's four, and then the next one is nine, and the oldest is 15. And the middle one, the little one doesn't use the phone. But the nine-year-old, you know, that this is 
the phones are the devices that I absolutely I hate them because yeah, don't turn your that kids loose group. to that tablet. Oh. Oh. Don't turn them loose to that. Keep no, that away from them. Make them do things. They make them do things with their hands, fingers, and they make them write and read. Yeah, yeah. Kindle. He does, and and he loves to play outside. I mean, he'll he yeah. will play outside, but but he does still like that phone too. And I I just yeah. Oh. I just see people bring the kids in. They sit them in, and then the first thing they pull out one of those those iPad tablets and they playing games or whatever. That's, yeah. you know, and, and you can't say nothing to your parents. I you can't know. say anything to them. You're only talking to yourself. And yeah. it's bad. It's really bad. It yeah. takes so much of their own human uh, features away from their activities. Uh-huh. Here they depended on technology. What happens when they go out? Yeah. They Yeah, they get bored. They can't figure – yeah, no, I – exactly. So, yeah, no, I try. I try to talk to them and, and do things with them, and I just um, – yeah. And I, I wish they would talk to them more about not, – not religion, but a, a more about God, you know, that they have to understand some of the connections there. So, you know who the first teachers of human beings were? Nature. Yeah. Human beings had to observe yep. what was going on in nature, especially mm-hmm. with the animals. How the yeah. mother bird, how the the father built the nest, how the female went out and hunt and brought the food back. Yeah. And how when those birds in their nest grow, and then all of a sudden you hear a big ruckus going on and you look around you got the mother bird hollering at the kids y'all got to get up and go (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and and you know it's just it's so soothing and and, you know the older you get I mean especially with me now it's like I can just I can go I've got a lot of trees around my house so I mean I love being in nature and it's like it brings such a I mean you you get to where you crave it the older you get because you know that that's, that's where harmony, that's where truth is. You know, that's, that's where everything is, is in nature. And it's like you just want so much of that. So, you know, that's, that's what I am striving for. I can't wait to get out of the rat race so that I can just find some land you know, and build and, and bring my grandkids there and just teach them so much regarding that, growing food and just, yeah, you know, going out in nature and looking at all that stuff. And I just, I I, I don't know that everybody feels that way, but I sure do. Yeah, well, look, look at the Amish. They cut grass with push mowers. Yeah, yeah, yep. And they can and, and grow their yeah. food and you got to the FBI with the U.S. Department of Agriculture want to stop them from doing oh, the things ridiculous. that they do. Yeah, Why they it's want ridiculous. To stop, leave them people alone. You know, people, my grandfather always told me, leave things alone and put things back like you found them. Yep. Yeah. Yes. They are that way for a reason. 
You may not mm-hmm. understand the reason, but keep living. You will know what their reason is. Yeah. But anyway, I got to go. I'll see you guys okay. later. Okay. Thank good you. Good night, Proof. All right. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> so, uh, Proof, so did you have anything else that you were wanting oh, to? I got, a, I got a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. So, so, um, so you Russell Brand had that. a clip where he talked about Trump finally turning on gene therapies. So I wanted to play that. Oh, yeah, I want to hear it. Great. All right. Mask mandates are back. Are lockdowns coming back? And can that ever be justified when Sweden's no lockdown stance appears to have been verified? Would it have been better all along if we'd done nothing? Hello there, you 6.5 million awakening wonders. Thanks for joining us on our voyage to truth and freedom that will involve new alliances, new conversations, and staying awake, staying aware, and not succumbing to the cultural amnesia of, oh yeah, they did say that six months ago, didn't they? Stay awake, baby. Stay awake. And let me know in the comments if you've noticed this tendency towards just forgetting stuff and not asking questions about what happened six months ago and what was assumed about EG lab leak theory versus wet market. Today, though, we're talking about the return of mask mandates Trump's new perspective on vaccines and lockdowns and Sweden. Did Sweden get it right all along by being non-interventionist? Now, we can't revise the past, but we do have to remember it. We do have to learn from it. Now, Donald Trump, and I know a lot of you guys love him, was very proud of those vaccines, right? That's probably one of the things you're like, oh, but he does like the vaccine. Well, let's see what Donald Trump is saying about the vaccines, lockdowns, and potential pandemic policies going forward. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID. COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship. I do believe in the general analysis that first there is an appetite to achieve something, and then they reverse engineer the way to achieve it. The legacy media is falling apart. The ability to control the narrative and control the people is starting to change. The suggestion is we need new systems and new models. There should be more democracy, not less. Less authority, not more. And Donald Trump, whether or not he delivers, and you can let me know in the comments what you think about this, he knows the language, he knows the rhetoric, he knows the questions, he knows how to frame these arguments. And because what we're offered as an alternative to Donald Trump is such inept, innocuous, vacuous, deceptive politics. People claiming that there's a new farmer bill, you look at the details, it's bullshit. The Hawaii fires, well, let's look after our own. We care about diverse people, it's bullshit. Because of that, this kind of language, this kind of rhetoric is much more powerful. And because we were all, generally speaking, so compliant in the lockdown era, and then you learn Sweden, who basically said, oh, go about your business, we'll work it out, we're trying to cross-reference it with the economic impact of lockdowns, the impact on cancer, heart disease, diabetes, medical health, addiction. We're looking at it and we're thinking probably a non-interventionist approach. Plus, we're a genuinely liberal democracy who don't secretly crave as much authoritarianism as possible. Because of that, they had a different approach to the pandemic. Now we can see the results. Stay awake, stay aware, keep educating yourself, and remember events of just six months ago. Then you'll be better equipped to have conversations. That's what we're trying to do. Arm you with the facts so that when they come to you with the next pack of lies and pack of suggestions that are going to impede your freedom and curiously not affect the globalist corporate state, you can say, but what about last time? You said X and Y turned out to be true. Let's have a look at those X's and Y's. And maybe the Y nots. We-
We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do the same thing all over again by rigging the most important election in the history of our country, the 2024 election, even if it means trying to bring back COVID. But they will fail because we will not let it happen. When I'm back in the White House, I will use every available authority to cut federal funding to any school, college, airline, or public transportation system that imposes a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Thank you very much. So I suppose the conversation has radically changed because Donald Trump, at the height of the pandemic, of course, declared that the vaccines were a tremendous success, and he was in a different position then, and there was different information available now. But let's just take the temperature of our current moment. Donald Trump has assessed the situation and has decided, wow, it's now going to be more effective to say, in government, I would make mask mandates illegal or I'd do anything within my power to prevent them, rather than, you know, we have to deal with this matter. So that's a significant change. Now, stay with us to the very end. Firstly, what we're going to assess is what's being proposed right now, and then we're going to look at the results of what happened in Sweden. And hopefully this is okay to discuss on the YouTube platform, because of course the WHO guidelines are what determine the community guidelines on YouTube, which amount to their ability to censor this type of information. Let me know in the comments if our videos are still appearing in your feeds, for example. Despite very low numbers of people with serious illness, a recent rise in COVID cases has led to a return of mask mandates in a number of institutions. In Hollywood, the movie studio Lionsgate issued a requirement for masks, as have several colleges and universities, along with hospital systems in California and New York. Some medical and health professionals have even demanded a return of mask mandates in schools. So is it a health issue or is it a political issue? Was it ever a health issue? Was it always a political issue? Now, at the very beginning, I think we were all scared and concerned and it was an entirely novel thing, but the conversations about the measures began pretty swiftly, didn't they? And it became politicized and divisive rather than unifying pretty quickly. Let me know at this point, is the pandemic or any potential variant of it a political or health issue? Let me know below. The return of required face coverings, of course, echoes official masking guidance and policies that were enacted in many contexts from spring 2020 through early 2022. Universal masking was part of a broader pandemic response beyond vaccinations that was based on mandatory non-pharmaceutical interventions, but also included quarantining healthy people who were potentially exposed to an infected person, banning gatherings of healthy people in churches and other locations, and long-term preemptive closures of schools and businesses. It will be very difficult for those in power not to conclude from the events of 2019 to 2022 that if required, you can control people, you can control people's behaviour, you can massively influence their spending habits, their eating habits, their social habits, their habits of worship, their most enshrined values can be altered by government edicts. I don't think they've ignored that information and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw attempts to utilize that knowledge if not through coronavirus pandemics where there is obvious and explicit resistance in various forms including us here on this channel I would have to say through wars through climate significant important issues that have to be addressed but I would contest in ways that affect powerful institutions not ordinary people let me know in the comments if you agree with that mask mandates and these other interventions were and are premised on a basic idea a large proportion of healthy people may unknowingly be be infected with COVID and could transmit the virus to others. The results from a unique new study, however, call this logic into question. The paper published in the August issue of the journal The Lancet Microbe found that infected people pre-symptomatically, that is before they develop symptoms, very rarely had the ability to infect others. Have you heard that information before? I am not claiming that it's entirely true. I'm asking if you have seen those studies. Let me know in the comments. What this means is that compelling people without COVID symptoms to wear masks in any number of environments, including most controversially schools, along 
along with quarantining healthy people, closing schools and other social distancing measures, likely yielded far, far less societal benefit than we're told. If something doesn't have a rational scientific basis, its qualities are essentially apotropaic. A good luck charm. Have that word. Let's see what Fauci, who advocated for masks more strongly than anybody, even though he privately expressed doubts about their efficacy numerous times, that's a matter of record. Let's see what he's saying about this new data. Uh, Brett Stevens in The Times talked about Cochrane. Put that on the screen. As a side note, watch how many times this bloke intensely stares and let me know if that would freak you out if you were chatting to him. Or worse. The most rigorous and comprehensive analysis of scientific studies conducted on the efficacy of masks for reducing the spread of respiratory illness, including COVID-19, was published last month. Its conclusions, said Tom Jefferson, the Oxford epidemiologist who is the lead author, were unambiguous. There is just no evidence that they, masks, make any difference, he told the journalist Mayan Damasi, full stop. But wait, hold on, what about the N95 masks as opposed to the lower quality surgical or cloth masks? Makes no difference. None of it, he said. But hell, New York Times and CNN took their time, didn't they? I remember when it was all, watch out for the horse paste and shame the unvaccinated. Seems like, you know, get to near on 2024. Oh, it's time to talk about the truth. Must be another hustle coming. Can you imagine how hard it is for us to go to Pfizer after a thing like this and say, give some money, will you? We'll advertise. Pfizer, it's impossible. Can you imagine the challenges we have that the legacy media don't have? We care about you, we care about truth, but we've got to keep this movement running. That's why we have commercial partners like these. Support them if you can, and I'll try and make the advert funny by being silly throughout it, even though I respect our commercial partners. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Klaus. Yeah, I'll learn nothing and I'll be happy. Thank you. Hey, have you ever heard of a data broker? Of course you haven't, because the mainstream media won't tell you about them. They're the middlemen collecting and selling all those digital footprints you leave online. They can stitch together detailed profiles, which includes your browsing history, online searches, and location data. The data broker then sells your profile off to a company who delivers you a really targeted ad. Well, you might be surprised to learn that these same data brokers are also selling your information to the Department of Homeland Security and the IRS. ExpressVPN. Ah. When you're connected to ExpressVPN, your IP address is hidden. They don't know nothing about it. That makes it much more difficult for data brokers to identify who you are. You are mysterious now. All I do is tap one little button, turn it on, and I'm protected. It's that easy. I've organized this for you myself. I've got a bit of clout over ExpressVPN. Look, just tell them Russ sent you. You'll get three months extra through my special link. ExpressVPN.com slash brand to learn more and finally be safe from the bloody system. Now, let me just get back on the phone with Klaus. Yeah, no, I've done it, mate. It went quite well, I think. Well, what about the studies that initially persuaded policymakers to impose mask mandates? They were convinced by non-randomized studies, flawed observational studies. How do we get beyond that finding of that particular review? Now, he's already starting with the staring. He's trying to stare into Anthony Fauci's innermost thoughts. And really what we all want to hear from Anthony Fauci is why did you advocate so strongly for mask mandates when you yourself questioned them? Why did you query the lab leak theory when you yourself thought it was plausible? Why did you promote the wet market theory so aggressively? Because some people thought that might be because that would lead to the conclusion that science itself had generated this problem and therefore should clear up the mess and that there were financial ties between the world. There's so many bloody questions and you know all of them. Let me know if there's any I've missed below. But have a look at how Anthony Fauci perfect escaped and prevaricates in order to avoid telling us the simple truth. I was wrong. I was wrong about that. And it's unfortunate I make so much money. Yeah, but there are other studies, Michael, that show at an individual level for individual. When you're talking about the effect on the 
epidemic or the pandemic as a whole. That's so extraordinary, isn't it? Because a pandemic and an epidemic by its nature is about population. Start saying, yeah, but as an individual. Well, if it's for individuals, maybe don't mandate it. Maybe have a individual choice or liberty or freedom. It's almost as if there's an appetite to curtail and control individual freedom. That's the starting point. And then ways to legitimize controlling individual freedom are introduced. Even if they're seemingly insignificant things like, would you mind wearing this mask or would you mind standing two meters away? Two examples which increasingly under scientific scrutiny are looking to be arbitrary, unaffected. And that means that the recommendations and in some cases mandates were untrue. When you're talking about the effect on the epidemic or the pandemic as a whole, the data are less strong. Do you see the true expertise of Anthony Fauci? Do you remember when he used to say, I am science? Now, what we have to say is, he's just a skilled prevaricator and communicator. The science over populations is less strong, is another way of saying, that isn't true at all. Less strong sounds better, doesn't it? Because you've got the word strong in it. Almost like, oh, it's sort of right, and it's sort of okay. When really, what this dude should be saying right now on the news, if he had any integrity at all, is, I was completely wrong about that. But then you wouldn't have the ability to censor people. Then you wouldn't have the ability to control people. Do you see how this works now? Because I'm beginning to. When you took at the broad population level, like the Cochrane study, the data are less firm. Oh, it's less strong, less firm. Not there at all. With regard to the effect on the overall pandemic. This being 2023 and all, we now have a pretty significant study. Sweden had an entirely different approach to the pandemic based on looking at the various factors, economics, other diseases, mental health issues, etc. Let's have a look. The reigning narrative of Sweden during the pandemic is that the Swedish government took a brazenly hands-off approach to COVID-19 and suffered mass avoidable deaths as a result. During the spring and summer of 2020, Sweden bucked the international trend by not issuing emergency stay-at-home orders, mask mandates or school closures. With the exception of restrictions on nursing home visits, and large gatherings, the country stayed open during that time. The concurrent spike in COVID deficit experience, particularly in comparisons to its Scandinavian peers, was all the proof politicians and much of the press needed to dismiss its liberal, there's a word that used to mean something, approach as inferior to Chinese-inspired lockdowns that swept the rest of the globe. Chinese, those are the guys to emulate when it comes to democracy. The New York Times called the country a cautionary tale. Well, that turned out to be peculiarly perspicacious because here's the caution, don't trust the government, don't trust the legacy media, trust yourselves, trust independent media. Then President Donald Trump denounced the country's approach on Twitter. Trump, like most of the establishment, favoured coercive measures early on. On April the 30th, 2020, Trump tweeted, Sweden is paying heavily for its decision not to lock down. Yet this interpretation of Sweden's COVID-19 performance as disastrous and deadly is largely wrong, argues Johan Norberg in a new paper for the Cato Institute. The data that's accumulated over the past three years suggests that Sweden's laissez-faire approach seems to paid off, writes Norberg. It seems likely that Sweden did much better than other countries in terms of the economy, education, mental health and domestic abuse and still came away from the pandemic with fewer excess deaths than in almost any other European country and less than half that of the United States. Hmm. So all of those other factors as well as less excessive deaths. Well, what does that point to? That's extraordinary. So now you have to look at the motivations. But unless Sweden is the land of the geniuses and I thought their greatest achievements were the Volvo, the Sauna and ABBA, but we can now add to that freedom, liberty, common sense, which I think were ABBA's names. No, it's Benny, I think.
I don't know. Sweden has largely been dismissed as a failure on COVID-19 because its COVID death rate was middle of the back of the list when compared to other European countries and much higher than other Scandinavian countries that had harsher restrictions. Sweden did get hit harder earlier in the pandemic, and it's on this earlier performance that much of the commentary about the country's pandemic failures came from. That snapshot is misleading. Well, of course it's misleading. That's what the mainstream media do. Sweden's comparatively dismal performance at the start of the pandemic was mostly a result of other countries having managed to delay cases and death rather than having prevented them, writes Johan Norberg. Sweden suffered most of its deaths in 2020, while the Nordic neighbours and many other countries got them in 2022. The Cato Papers cites one Norwegian public health official as saying, other countries managed to delay some deaths, but now three years after, we end up at around the same place. My God. So you have to think about it. Was it worth it? Let me know in the comments what kind of outcome would you have preferred, particularly if you're watching this in America, and I know the majority of you are. Would you have preferred a Swedish approach? Let me know in the comments below. Norberg's paper repeats a common practical argument against lockdowns, that they're unnecessary because people will voluntarily restrict their interactions with others in response to rising risk of the virus. You as an individual are capable of making decisions yourself. Can you see how ontologically profound, how ideological it becomes at its genesis? When you look at it at the truly molecular level, you are making a case for freedom. You're making a case for what is your relationship with your government? Who does your government work for? How is your government funded? What kind of decisions does your government make? Does it seem like your government loves you and cares for you based on their actions historically and even currently? Are they telling you the truth right now about a whole host of issues? Bearing all that in mind, who do you want making decisions for yourself and your family? You or them? But people adapt voluntarily when they realise that lives are at stake. Swedes quickly changed their behaviour and mostly followed the recommendations, writes Norberg, citing data showing a rise in remote work arrangements and a collapse in public transit ridership early in the pandemic. So, in a sense, what we're discussing is the role of government, the nature of government. Obviously, America and countries like mine and other Anglophonic and Western nations assume, no, people are stupid. People have to be controlled. You can't say to people, you voted us in to help you guys outright and to run your institutions and agencies. Look, here's some of the data, here's a variety of opinions. We're advocating for staying at home, particularly if you're at risk or you spend time with people that are at risk and we'll keep you informed, but we're going to leave it to you guys. That actually sounds like the type of government I want. Let me know in the comments if that's what you want and if you think we should move in that direction. Particularly when authoritarianism is so often wrong. He suggests that the reliance on voluntary compliance meant Swedes were more willing to comply with pandemic precautions for longer. Mandatory COVID restrictions in other countries bred backlash to any countermeasures leading to a greater number of deaths later on. Perhaps that's true, but if it is, it doesn't seem any of it made much difference in the deadliness of the pandemic. Again, Sweden ended up in basically the same place in terms of overall mortality as its Nordic peers, and in a much better place than many other rich countries. Tell me if at the time you were saying, but how's this going to affect the economy? How's this going to affect community? How's it going to affect our children's learning ability? How's it going to affect diabetes, cancer, mental health, addiction? You can add to that list, I'm sure, ad infinitum. Add to that list below. Swedish students suffered no learning loss during the pandemic, whereas half of US students did. The country's economic growth outperformed the Eurozone and the United States. It avoided other countries' increased suicide rates and deteriorated mental health. All things that could have been prevented, all things that were discussed at the time. This is not a 2020 hindsight situation. To be sure, Sweden's COVID-19 policies weren't completely anarchic. Some of the restrictions the country adopted during the winter of 2020 and spring and summer of 2021 were comparable or even stricter than what many US states had in place. The country was nevertheless much more respectful of people's individual 
individual choices during the pandemic than other European countries and most US states. That additional freedom doesn't appear to have proven more deadly in the aggregate. Instead, it seems to have helped Sweden avoid many of the asocial knock-on effects of banning or restricting public life for months or years at a time. There you have it, an entirely different perspective, an entirely different approach, one that seems based on the principles that we hear discussed so often. Freedom, liberty, compassion, kindness, people being able to make their own decisions for themselves and their community. An admission from Anthony Fauci that mask mandates don't work across a population. They're a decision that should be left to an individual. Do you sense that a theme is developing? Individual freedom, localised democracies, less centralised authority, stop subsidising and funding media organisations and big pharma companies that seem to benefit from lying to you and backing the government in their desire to control you? To me, Sweden's approach makes a lot more sense. But that's just what I think. Let me know what you think in the comments below. If you enjoyed this video, have a look at either of these. Turn on the notification bell and subscribe. There's a few tickets left on my UK shows, intimate shows talking about democracy and stuff. Come along if you fancy it. There's a link in the description down there. More important than any of that stuff, though, is that you please, if you can, stay free. All right, so hope you appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. He talks so fast, it seems like. But you, I mean, you can understand him perfectly, but it just <laughs> seems like he gets so much in there. So does that make so. you feel any better about Trump? Talking about how he's going to ban scam dates? Yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah. I mean, it just, and, and the gene therapy things, yeah, that, you know, that's, I, I just, my only, I mean, the only fear I have with Trump is, but, but I like that he's like an alpha, you know, I like that he's strong. I think that unfortunately with, <laughs> With what we're dealing with right now, we're going to have to have someone like that, you know? Um, so, and I know we already know he doesn't, he, he wasn't a warmongering president. I mean, there were no wars going on when he was president. Right. So, um, I know Kennedy doesn't want that either, but I just, I still, it's, it's, it's difficult to believe that he'll be able to win as an independent, so I don't know. But, um, and I, but I, I honestly believe, though, that a Brandon supporter, they're not going to know about any third-party candidates. I bet you the average Brandon supporter or the average Democrat will uh, will have no clue who Robert Kennedy is. They don't know who his father was. They probably don't know who his uncle was. That'd be crazy. They should know, but you're you're, but you're, they, you're probably all they care right. about is that they're they're voting Democrat, which is why Kennedy said that he's going to probably take more votes away from Trump than Brandon. If a Democrat decides that they're not going to vote for Brandon, they're going to vote for Trump because that's all they know. Yeah, and it's only I because mean, Trump is so popular that they would look at Trump. It's not because they're looking at Republicans. They just know who Donald Trump is. It's a celebrity contest. Well, I know that, I think it was Robert Barnes who was saying that, see, he thinks the opposite. He thinks that Kennedy's going to take the votes away from the Democrats. So I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. Yeah, but look at it this way, because you, you are, 
you are seriously contemplating voting for Robert Kennedy. And I don't, just so yeah. we know, I, I don't dislike Robert Kennedy one bit. I, I like him. It's oh, just I, that right yeah, now, yeah. right now, I, I'm I'm on the Trump train. Yeah. And if you, if you, if the election was held today, I'm thinking you're leaning Robert Kennedy. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. So let, let's say it's like 51% Robert Kennedy and 49% Trump. Well, we'll leave it there just for argument's sake. Yeah. So if Kennedy was not there, you would be voting for Trump. Oh, absolutely. So that that's that's the, the point that I'm trying to make to the average Kennedy yeah. person. Yeah. True. I would have supported Kennedy a lot more, and I would have actually switched my political affiliation for the primary to Ken, to Democrat just so I could vote for Kennedy. Not because I want him to lose necessarily, but he's a much better candidate than Brandon. And I want to support yeah. that, but I can't support him against Trump at this point. Yeah, I, I, I get you. I understand. So... And to be honest, you know, I, Kennedy has some great plans to help people out, but I think we might need a businessman like Trump to freaking, you know, turn this economy around. I mean, he's a businessman. And he's proven himself so, already. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like you're wondering what Trump is going to do and if he's going to do well, what he says. You already yeah. you already know what he does. I just hope he's not. My only the only thing that scares me is that if something happens again, that he will be ignorant in his of in his like selecting of who he has run things because he did make some really poor selections when he said he was draining the swamp. That was not the case for all the people he selected when he became president. There were some people he selected that were definitely still part of the swamp, you know, um, oh, some of I the agree. different people in, you know. But he said so himself he learned his lesson. So uh, I hope so. Uh, yeah. Hey, at least he could admit he's made some mistakes, which I yes. was surprised. This is true. This is true. So... So anyway, um, so do you have some other things to talk about or did you, the only other thing I had left was I had pulled up that thing about 30 things to know about the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. Yeah, we only so. got 10 minutes though and I, I think that needs more time. Okay, well we can save that for um, the next time. Then. I, I want to play a couple of California clips and then if we have time, I want to get into Rand Paul about the COVID lab leak stuff, but First, I want okay. to play Gruesome, the governor, going to China. I want to figure out what that's about, because why is he going to China and not Brandon? And they're discussing Who's? global policies. And then uh, California reparations hearing. Okay, wait. Did you say Newsom was going? Oh, he went, yeah. Oh, Germany. So he's discussing oh, world policies with uh, Xi Jinping and not Brandon. Oh, that's not very uh, comforting because you you know why they're sending him. 
Oh, because he's on the short list. I know. Uh-huh. And there is, yeah. I think they're close to, to calling it because they've been begging Big Mike to take it. Big Mike, he does not want to share a house if he can help it with uh, with Barry Sotaro again. I think they're living <laughs> separate lives, and it's just a camera romance. Mm. I think uh, I think that Big Mike dislikes Barry that much that that they would not be the president because they don't want to live in that situation anymore. I hope you're wrong. You, you hope, hope I'm wrong? wrong? I'm hope well. No, I hope you're right about that. I okay, yeah, you're saying that you think it's not going to happen. I think it's not going right? to happen. They're going to have to try okay, out yeah, no. I okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I do not want to see that. I don't want to see Newsom in there either. Oh. God oh, help. There's going to be there's going to have to be a lot more rigging with Big Mike. They might not even have to do any rigging. And if they did, it would be so little and every and whatever rigging they did, people would believe it because that's it. like I said, it's a celebrity contest. There, there's yeah. no way that gruesome beats Trump. No, no, there's no way. People didn't. Yeah, no. Honestly, I think if it was if it was gruesome versus Vivek Ramaswamy, that might be even. Yeah, Vivek is not. Yeah, no, he's not. He's not that popular yet. No, he's a he's, he's just, a solid Republican, which is why he'll get votes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It would be close, but and I don't think Gruesome is a solid Democrat. But the Democrats will vote for a Democrat just because. So exactly, um, I think Gruesome would beat Vivek, but it would be close. But yeah, I think they said. These... Okay. Oh, go All ahead. Right, go Finish ahead. your points, and I'll get these clips no, out I of the way. Think, I think I heard today that the Republican second choice after Trump right now in the lead is DeSantis, or Nikki Haley and DeSantis are like neck to neck. Oh, I thought DeSantis I was down to fourth, but I could be wrong. But let me get these clips out of the way. Okay, sure. You saw what happened with Gavin Newsom. He goes to China to look like the, look at me, I'm going to look like the statesman, put his bow tie on, eat a little like foie gras, whatever. A story about that for you, by the way, too. So he goes <laughs> over to China to look like the statesman, the dreadful governor of the failed state of California. Folks, what do I always tell you about politics? Anyone in the chat remember? Politics is what? you got to be a P1 to know this. Anybody know? Politics is two things. It is sound bites and snapshots. That is it. It is a good picture and a soundbite. Nobody's reading your white papers. Nobody spends time listening to all your speeches. If they are, they're already your voters. Swing voters see a snapshot, a picture, and they hear a soundbite. That is it. When you understand that about campaigns, that's how you win. That's why Trump was so marketable the first time, because he was full of build the wall, all this other stuff, China. That was it. It was all soundbites, soundbites and snapshots. Gavin Newsom hasn't figured that out yesterday. This happened. He was trying to play basketball, looked like a tough guy. It didn't go so well. Check this out. (laughs) 
knocking a guy because he's a Democrat. Happens to Republicans, too. They've all got these terrible moments where they look like shit. But here's the... Folks, knocking over a little kid in China while you're trying to look like a tough guy playing basketball in a button-down shirt, it's funny. I, I, was, in, uh, I was in a gym one time lifting weights, and I was doing it on a show. Remember, Joe, with, the, uh, with, with, the, with jeans on because I was just going to deadlift it for a little bit, and people were knocking me like... T-shirt. This guy's in a button-down with like leather-soled shoes, trying to play basketball, knocking over little kids, and then like patting them and you know grabbing them and stuff, all weird. Dude is like a wackadoodle. I hit the thing again. I that's mad. We got this like little thin thing. It's like if I tried to hit it a thousand times, I'd never hit it. That is not a good snapshot. And I'm going to tell you why. Watch what's going to happen. You ready? Joe, flag this. This is important. Jim, flag this too prematurely for the radio show. Folks, flag it. Chats, there's get the flags up right now. We got to see him. If he decides to run against Joe Biden, which I doubt, let me just say I doubt. But if he says, screw it, Dean Phillips is in and I'm getting in this race. The reason that's going to hurt more is Gavin Newsom's team will likely have like videos of Joe Biden falling all over the place. The Biden team's going to run that thing and say, Really? Joe Biden. Joe Biden's 80-something. What's Gavin Newsom's excuse? Dude, flag it. Watch. That's why that thing is more damaging than you think. All right, let me get this other one out of the way. I think the reparations uh, should be as follows. Uh, It's to be gifted to us with uh, gold and silver bullion to, as I said before, my antebellum slaves and ancestors and their heirs. It should be measured in the amount of one troy ounce of gold and silver per for each antebellum slave and their descendants according to the conditions of the mother for 16 generations. Jesse Waters had a great segment on this last night on Fox. Waters covered this hearing they were doing where constituents in one of these districts and reparations activists, they came up to the podium on the reparations thing and they had some demands about what they wanted. One of them wants to be paid off in, in gold. Check this out. So Newsom's reparations task force asked for advice from the community. What more can we do for you? And here's what they heard. At the end of the day, any amount is too little and every amount is never enough. Your job is to hear us. Legal transparency. First thing I said yesterday was the dead people in front of us. And we said from my neighborhood, the dead homes. They will be respected to get reparations as well. To pass out to the people. I think the reparations uh, should be as follows. Uh, it's to be gifted to us with uh, gold and silver bullion. To, as I said before, my antebellum slaves and ancestors and their heirs. It should be measured in the amount of one troy ounce of gold and silver per, for each antebellum slave and their descendants according to the conditions of the mother for 16 generations. That equals 1,724 metric tons of gold and silver bullion. I, I love how this guy has this measured out, the metric tons of gold. Like he thought this through. I, listen, I don't agree with you, man, but at least he's got a plan. 
which is more than I can say for the Democrats. This guy's got like a spreadsheet. 17,000 metric tons of gold distributed. I mean, he's got it all locked down. Again, to the conservatives and sane people, including moderate Democrats in California. I know this sounds bad, but I remember what I told you. Things have not gotten bad enough yet. You're going to deal with the, the, the continuing slow managed decline of California until there's a breaking point. Here's my suggestion. Rip the Band-Aid off. Do this reparations thing. Watch California politics. Hey, we just got the 60-second buzzer. I, got a, I, I misjudged oh. my time. I thought I had an extra couple minutes. Okay. All right, Cruz. All right. Well, thank you, Christina, for being here. We got to make way. We got 32 seconds to get out of here, whether we're ready or not. So, okay. See you next week, Christina. Thank you for being here. Uh, Everyone else, please group. support the other shows on the network. It's not just the negative show. But until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail. Keep hope alive. And remember, only you can commit force crimes. negative. I am Boots. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.